0: And if you want to win the revolution faster, we recommend you remove your XMR from all custodial exchanges immediately. Warning, boating accidents are common around here. Don't forget to properly secure your private keys. Monerotopia starts now.
1: All right. Hello, hello. Wow, cheers. All right, guys, yeah, we're experimenting with something new. We're, we're trying to simultaneously... Broadcast Monerotopia on YouTube and Twitter Spaces at the same time. So the way we're going to do the show is we're going to do it like we normally do. So if you want to see our, our pretty faces, uh, mine in particular, you can, yes, of you can watch us on, on YouTube. The King Douglas um, Monero Man. <laughs> things have been a little crazy over here guys. There's a little tension right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's move look, along, we just got back a... from the honeymoon.
0: Got, I think we, we got, should be we got, on got things swing. to talk about. We got things to talk we, about. It's we we giving...
1: peaked. We peaked at the honeymoon.
2: So
0: yeah. Let's continue. Guys,
1: we're we're fresh back from Mexico. There's been highs. There's been lows. Mexico was amazing, though, right? Yes, it was
0: beautiful. It was gorgeous. Um, we're well, excited about the conference. That's like number
1: one. Hold on. Look, I'm getting ahead. Let me finish the explanation, right? So you could still watch us on YouTube right now. We're gonna do the show as we normally do, but. For the first part, we're, we're just broadcasting it through Twitter spaces. And then when we do viewers on stage at the end, we're just going to transition to the spaces. So that's where we'll just start to engage with the audience. So everybody listening in, everybody that's watching on Twitter, if later, if you want to come up on stage, like you traditionally do, but you just ask that you, you know, switch over to Twitter for that part. We're going to try that out so we could try to help grow Monero topia Monero this way there's a lot there's a lot of people on Twitter you know that we can reach through spaces you know the more people we get in the more people they can bring in especially if we could bring some big names in here maybe we get kim.com I oh maybe yeah, yeah I think a lot of people we, we could talk about that that tweet he put out I've been trying to. I've been DMing. if anybody has any contact to, to kim.com try to reach out we want to get them on the show that'd w- be That'd be epic. So, all right, so let's proceed. We'll try to go as quickly as possible, so we could get to the spaces part, right?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So, so I guess yeah. Some important Chit things to go over, quick,
0: right? Go. <laughs> <laughs> There's no
1: quick mode with me though. <laughs> no, <laughs> so there is. I just want guys. To say I love how he
0: says, "Yeah, I'll right, we'll do it quick." Quick
1: mode. Venerotopia.com. Maner- is live. We're selling tickets. Yeah, we Just sure, got back.
0: Saw, saw our show last week with Nero Boating and uh, Stoic. That was fun. Yeah, that was. Where awesome. we announced it, and it was a little disastrous because ah. of the service. But other than that, the show went great. Yeah. Tony just... took charge. Tony. Nose, Tony saved the day. <laughs> <laughs> he Tony did.
1: saved the day. He kept going. He kept going too. We completely lost connection, and somehow the stream stayed live without us. Yeah. Uh, well. Tony was well, because he was going.
0: already in the room, yeah. and then. I was on the roof, and I was like, "Go downstairs to better Wi-Fi," and that's where he went into the apartment.
1: So yeah, Mexico was was amazing. Mexico City yes. is beautiful. Monero Topia is going to be there on May sixth and seventh. Yep, May sixth, and 7th? 7th. yeah, someday. yeah, because
0: this Cinco de Mayo, just Friday.
1: Yeah, which is awesome. We're doing it on Cinco de Mayo. It's kind of it's kind of hilarious. So people coming down, you know, I recommend you come down. You know, maybe like show up Wednesday night or show up Thursday. Thursday, show up oh, Thursday. We'll all obviously we'll hang out before the conference. We'll put something together for that. We could all meet at a bar, or restaurant, um, and then uh, yeah, it'll be a two day, two day conference. It's going to be similar to the last Monero Topia in terms of basic vibe and and format, but just you know. Next level. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Next it's level. A really I hope, cool I hope. Place.
1: Uh, we're going to, we're going to have a Monero marketplace taking place there. So we're trying to partner up with a marketplace that already attends this venue. You know, it's people that like locals that come in to sell all types of handmade things. And so we're going to work with them to have all of them accepting Monero during the conference and they're going to be there for both days. And it's like a legit marketplace. Yeah. I think there'll be like mezcal vendors. If not, we have our own that we could bring. We met people we in met Mexico and other places. We're gonna we're gonna have it all. So that's gonna be the focus, like building a Monero circular economy. Actually, you know, not just talking the talk, but walking the walk. So bring your Monero. You could buy, you know, you could live off Monero that weekend at the conference. You could buy gifts and presents for your family and friends and bring it home. Uh, so that's gonna be a big part of it. And then, obviously, we're going to have the talks. We're going to have the speakers. We're going to have a dome that's dedicated just to the talks. So people that have paid, you know, that paid for a ticket, general admission or VIP, will get in there. And that's we we'll would be able to, like, you know, watch, cool the talk, watch the talks live and then do Q&A. But then we're also going to have the talks basically being broadcast outside of the dome. And that's going to be, like, the public area uh, because we want people that are in Mexico City to come out and discover Monero too. So there's going to be a, a, an option for locals that can just come. They can enjoy the conference. Uh, they won't have the paid ticket. They won't be able to access, you know, the the speaker dome. Similar to Um, how we did it last year. Other things they, they won't be able to access, but they'll be able to come to the marketplace. They'll be able to go to a section where we're going to have workshops. So they could do, you know, we'll have a beginner's workshop and, you know, for free. And I'm hoping that, you know, people in the Monero community will, will reach out and help us coordinate that. We already have chill that's going to do that, but we're going to, we're going to need more volunteers for that. People that want, you know, that understand Monero to the level of, uh, you know, being able to download Monero.com wallet or whatever it is and use it and ask basic questions, preferably that are Spanish speakers that could help us. Basically sit there for two days and try to onboard people through because people are pretty
0: open over there. Like we yeah. spoke to a decent amount of people in which like, you know, you would think they'd be like, no, but immediately they were kind of curious. They never said no. They're like, what is it? Right. So it like,
1: pretty Compared to pretty- the New York vibe yeah. where like when you
0: ask when, well, I, I
1: get people to accept tips, but it's hard to get them to accept, you know, for payment. Everybody there was like, Shh. How do I or like how do where I do, do I it? begin what is it? yeah
0: <laughs> so it was pretty cool so yeah we want but yeah so if people that want to help out just email us at montopia at protonmail.com. it's in the description so reach out to us if you're interested in helping out
1: yeah you know we we ask that people don't take advantage of the free the free option is for you know the locals if you're we are asked that you pay the ticket if you're going to come down there and come to the you know conference and go because I mean, we're not charging a lot, but it's going to make it so, you know, we don't lose money on this. And it's going to help us fund the operation of onboarding these new Monero users. One of the things we want to do is maybe give everybody, right? Like five, $10. Yeah. You know, so anybody that we can get the locals to come out, we'll teach them about Monero. will be able to onboard them and maybe send them five, 10 bucks on the spot, which they can then go to the marketplace and like use. Yep. Although, you know, that 20 minutes, a yeah, lot of time. <laughs> <I don't laughs> let's not, let's not talk, about that. We can talk about that. So that's super important. We're asking that, you know, if you're going to participate, if you think you're going to do it, just pull the trigger now. Because this is going to really help us build up momentum, give us confidence moving forward. That we I mean, know look we, at the website. That we it's know so we can so go. The venue is amazing, guys. Yeah. Uh, the only thing. That, it's
0: what Roma Verde.
1: What will make this conference amazing is if a lot of people fly in from all over the world to get like 200 Monero people there, plus the locals. Everything else will fall into place. So uh, just act fast. We're going to post. Hotels, places you can stay,
0: like recommendations. We found a
1: really good. look. We found some like really seedy ones. Like we'll 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 give you the options. We'll give you all the options. I mean, it's not the worst. It's livable. I mean, cheap as hell, right? It's like
0: yeah, it was very cheap. Well, the yeah, the yeah, there's awesome Airbnbs. Yeah, lots of cool Airbnbs.
1: Yeah, don't act too fast because we want to get the good Airbnbs before anybody else does. Don't don't (laughs) don't. We have to do that. We have to get. We had an amazing Airbnb this time, right?
0: Yeah, it was beautiful. And it was like it two was really blocks nice. away
1: from the conference. Yeah. And it was what, $40 a night?
0: Yeah, $43. With a, a rooftop. Night. It has a little like mini balcony. The kitchen was nice. And yeah, this, everything was nice. this
1: area in Mexico City, Roma is kind of like, you know, the, the West Village, right? In New York City yeah, or like, had that it's like vibe. a really cool vibe, really chill area. Uh, super safe. I mean, not going, well, but I, I'm from, just <laughs> cops wa- driving by all the time. There's, it's cleaner than New York City. Oh
0: yeah. Very clean. You don't
1: see any. There's no. There's no. You know, homeless that you see in the streets. Which, yeah, I don't know what's going on there. I mean, that's they're probably driving people out of that. You know, right? They probably just don't let people into the that area, which that that's not a good thing. But I mean, the the end result is it's a very, very, very safe area. It's super cool. So, yeah, act, act fast I'd say you know, reserve an Airbnb, and or you could stay at like there's three pretty decently sized hotels within walking distance and one of them is super nice and yeah. i think it's like 40 bucks a night too yeah it wasn't that expensive. And it's like a block either. away yeah. from the place so we, like, so like modern, that hotel yeah. should be packed with monero people so you could come to it's this is going to be vastly more affordable than miami oh yeah, yeah. definitely even if with we'll the flying up. like because whatever i guess it, it's could be more expensive to fly to Mexico City than Miami, depending on where but you then, are. But then,
0: yeah, the food there is decent. But you're gonna
1: make up for it like yeah. fivefold in terms of food and hotel. I mean, one yeah. night in Miami. I'm was sure even like... the
0: hostels are not that terrible <laughs> for people that stay in hostels.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Compared to <laughs> yeah. a Miami hostel, yeah. like the hostel in Mexico City in that, that area, I can guarantee experience. you is gonna be nicer than a hostel yeah. in Miami. You don't want to be, yeah, like, yeah, hostels be that... of outside of the United States are nice. Hostels inside, yeah, do not do hostels in the U.S. Uh, you
0: know. Don't
1: learn from my... the hard way.
0: <laughs> I don't learn like the hard way. Like, <laughs> like so
1: Tony. Hard.
0: I know. Why do not want to say his name?
1: <laughs> I've done it too myself. I know. It doesn't make sense. You don't, you don't stay in, like, you don't stay in a hostel in New York City. No. You don't do it. It's so
0: just You get traumatized. But anyways, yeah.
1: But in Mexico City, you're not going to need to because it's so super cheap. So for like 40 bucks a night, you know, meanwhile in, in Miami, it's like three, it was like three, 300 a night. Is like the cheapest. Oh, I, we yeah. tried making a deal with the hotel owners, and that was that was their deal.
0: Yeah, it was three hundred. So like I for
1: three out. nights, I mean, you're already almost at like a thousand bucks in Mexico City. Staying. It's gonna be forty. So then you're
0: starving the entire. Forty <laughs> bucks a night if you're poor. Yeah. You can
1: Stay for you know for ten days for ten days. It's like one night in Miami. What else do we got to announce?
0: I think those are the basic things. I mean, what each ticket really includes, like general admission, the VIP tickets. If you wanna. Yeah, what did we, what
1: did we price them at? A
0: general admission is $69.42.
2: Okay.
0: And that includes access to conference dome, access to workshops, access to Monero market, general admission swag item. And then there's the Monerotopia VIP early bird access ticket for $169. And that includes access to conference dome, access to workshops, access to Monero market, um, swag item list items for VIP and general admission. Drinks and treats, and dinner with speakers. Yes, yeah, so which we the, checked out a few. Spots yeah, the over major there.
1: difference what you're getting for the VIP is the and they're the limited. Dinner. So tickets.
0: Uh, you know, so FYI, people, it's
1: probably going to be on, on the first night, or maybe even the day before the conference on that Friday, but probably the first night of the conference. You know, nearby, we're going to rent a really. You we know, checked out a few places. There's some really nice restaurants. The food's we're, really good. Yeah, where we could have the long table. You know, outside courtyard and we could all vibe in the Monero tribe and come out and talk. You <laughs> not know, kilt-ish so, at Talk all. directly to the, to the speakers. We'll be, there'll be like a happy hour and then we'll all sit down together and break bread. So that, that's, that's going to be awesome. Yeah. Well, we did it in, in Portugal for, oh, that, right? that, was, that was awesome. It like, was did amazing. A beautiful so job, we're yeah. opening it up to anybody who can participate in that if you but want there to. There are limited via, tickets,
0: yeah, FYI, cause the places yeah. are kind of not that large, but so. Sadly, we can't include everyone. So, yeah, just so you know. So it's, it's, it's more,
1: not only, it's not much so, more so the more expensive part that's limiting it. It's the amount of people. Yes. So the amount of people. I would jump on that. Uh, and plus we're going to raise, so we're going to raise the price of both of these things right now. You know, this isn't really going to cover, <laughs> cover all our costs, but our, our, or we're more games. concerned about just bringing people into the event and bringing them in sooner than later. So the, the event gains momentum. So. Take advantage of that. That's the major difference. Oh, and also the swag items, right? We're trying to yeah, get Yeah, I just
0: them. said we're trying to get it a little special. Like we did we're for trying the trying to last get them one.
1: handmade, though, in Mexico. Yeah. So we, we, we're we talking to a hat guy, right, of the marketplace. Did they ever get back to us?
0: Yes, they did. Oh, we're working awesome. on it. We're working on it. So
1: it's probably going to be like a hat for the general access tickets. Oh, well,
0: yeah. Yeah, what, yeah. You know what well, don't say anything yet. <laughs> Look at this one. He's like, and then, oh, well, we, did, we did glasses last year. We don't want to, like, we're disappoint people. probably going to do some people. other
1: cool glasses thing.
0: Yeah, well, the glasses were fun. Those yeah. were cool. And then we had the buttons. So yeah, we're going we, we to, we got ideas it up, yeah. and we they're going
1: to be hopefully locally made. And then, you know, we'll tie in the whole gratuitous thing where you could then send a tip to, to the people that, that made these things. Uh, that's another thing. Tons of gratuitous progress, right? Down oh my God. Yeah. Mexico. I don't know how we crammed that all in.
0: Let's not go <laughs> into that guys. <laughs>
1: plus the, plus the honey man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We went to a, it was
0: more of a, a gratuitous trip <laughs> <food. laughs> as usual and
1: Mexico. Yeah. Right?
0: Monerotopia. Yeah. It was a work trip. But uh, the coast was amazing. Oh, the right? coast is beautiful. A friend recommended, um going down south. Oh, Haka. Yeah, well, in, in the state of Oaxaca. Hatulco. Hatulco. <laughs> <laughs> the gringo. I, I
1: don't even want to say, I don't even want to tell people about the place, right? Because we don't want people to go there. Yeah, don't yeah. go
0: there. It's, so
1: it's good. not, it's no, it was, it was some <laughs> other region. <laughs> It was Cancun. It was Cancun. It was Tulum. Go to Cancun. But anyways,
0: yeah, let's. we spoke to Mezcal people and we spoke to uh, blanket people. We, and we went to a, a coffee farm. We went to a coffee farm. Three hours in inland. Or no, it was like two no, hours. two hours. It
1: felt like.
2: It was long. Yeah, it was yeah, long.
0: it was long. We got bit by lots of It was only like 20 mosquitoes. kilometers, but it took forever. Yeah, it, took, it got nauseous along the way because it was very windy roads. It but it was a, a cool. It was extreme. Yeah. Extreme.
1: Yeah. And we went, li- so we literally went sneakers. from, we went from like paradise beach Honeymoon After a day. Cause Sunita wanted to stay at a resort. Yes, so I thought it was beautiful. We stayed at a resort and then I, I like whisked her away from the resort the last morning. She wanted to like sleep in. I was like pushing her out of bed. So like the Ubers here. <laughs> Actually we, we drove our own car. Um, it was fun
0: driving there. It's not bad driving there. Yeah, it was Where a little turn... a
1: little wild though.
0: Well, yeah, the the curvy, ro- windy roads, but you and know. that
1: that we destroyed the rental car. Shh, don't tell. <laughs> well, I mean, we well, hit we had a lot of. They bumps. put these random speed bumps, <laughs> right? Like
0: with no uh, painting on it, so you really, yeah, with no, no warning and just like on a highway.
1: <laughs> so we hit this. Oh my god, I felt bad for the car. I felt yeah. bad for, but they. But it's we got ugly. used to
0: it. We became Mexican locals. <laughs> <laughs> well, kind of, obviously. But, but
1: to go from, you know, the, the beaches, right, and the, the luxury of that resort to then to whatever the it was, two hours, two hours later, we were literally in the jungle. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then we had a park, we had a walk, we had a walk through.
0: Down like, So yeah, it was. Through it was, a,
1: through a village, a village of like 200 people.
0: A little school with little like, kids. Gra- like they were like, were like
1: remember, they were, they were like chopping, <laughs> they were chopping up a goat they had just. Oh like yeah, yeah, the goat. The goat that were there. We were hung out with some for dinner pigs. for, for the village. Yeah. <laughs> it was beautiful. Oh, it was gorgeous. It was beautiful. Well,
0: the mosquitoes attacked us. We still have well, But it, it was
1: so, on. like, I don't know, off the grid. Uh, the farm is organic. The guy's been running it himself. I mean, the, the whole village kind of participates in it and there's like different, you know, there's, there's one uncle that runs like one part of the farm, another one. The guy we're talking to claims to be the best among them, right? He, he was just very nice, very nice old man. It was his oh, son. It was, awesome. it was his son that we met. We met his, one of the, well, sons, the sons on the beach. I bought bought a joint at the fancy off, joint hotel of that we them. were staying, actually yeah. a whole bunch of for so Monero on the beach in the resort and um he then you know we got to talk we made friends with so many people we oh, made yeah. friends with all the help at the resort. yeah yeah, yeah. well they're <laughs> all we then use that people because we, we were tipping them all Monero getting them all to to download the wallet and to do that that's how we made the connection so like there was I don't know it was pretty crazy that we trusted, right,
0: because we didn't know him Yeah. Well, well that's what I said, like, but you yours know, truly over yeah. here, I was like, dude, I'm like, we're going to go into a car with this random stranger thing. Like, Obviously, it was good vibes. It wasn't – he was such a nice, nice person. Yeah. His family yeah, we was We got amazing. to know him really well
1: over the two-hour drive, and it was funny. He was, like, witnessing our little pickering back <laughs> and forth because Sunita was pretty pissed that I <laughs> decided to, you know – Ruin yeah. a day of resort. Yeah. Cause we would have stayed at the resort for that whole day before we left. We were
0: in a resort for a day, guys. But we left at like seven in
1: the morning a to day. go to a coffee. Yeah, yeah. So but he, he was a that. very nice guy. We show up, he has a beautiful breakfast. His, his, his parents mom. made this amazing breakfast yeah. for us. It was with like, all like low, you know, literally from their, from their backyard there on the hill. Some they live on a dish, hip, like-
0: Some pork dish and yeah, it was delicious.
1: They literally all live on, on this like mountaintop. Anyway, coffee was coffee. It was hard to say whether the coffee was good because the way they made the coffee, like the coffee looks amazing, smells amazing, it's right there. But when they brewed it, they he had said it though. They use a method where they literally just take boiling water, but not not pour it over grains. It's like a tea. They just like literally just keep coffee soaked in water like a tea. So it's
0: he he said though to begin with. He's like, you're not gonna really. Yeah. like I guess taste all but the I'm flavors. But a- I'm actually
1: drinking a version of it now, the other uncle's farm. So I can't <laughs> okay. even tell if this is the, the the best, but this is very good. This is very good. So there's that. A lot of gratuitous things. Keep your eye on gratuitous. We're also adding a way where you could essentially be able to buy raw kefir and uh, oh, yeah, yogurt you that again. and milk and other dairy products, obviously for, for dogs and cats, be able to buy that with Monero. It's already – I think it's already up there. Um, but essentially you'll be able to buy a gift card to this local farm or well, local to me. It's an Amish farm. And so you'll be able to buy a gift card with Monero and then make all these purchases direct from the farm. Um, so super awesome. Sorry guys, we got a lot to say, but I think, it, I think it's all important stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's all I mean, exciting.
0: I really enjoyed meeting those guys in the blanket place. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Well, yeah. Again, last minute before hitting the airport, so I was like, let's go into town. Let's, uh, try to get blankets. Literally on so we our go way there, to the literally airport. Literally on the way to the airport, we go there. And again, obviously I'm the translator. So we met what, like five guys of all ages. They were like, you know, they range from like, I want to say like 18 to like, I don't know, 30. And, uh, they, basically we taught them about, I first, well, we wait, in- explain,
1: explain this <laughs> a little more. Explain <laughs> us a little- so this shop, they had, they kind of, we saw a bunch of them over there. It's the, Uh, On the bottom floor, they're they're making basically big blankets, right? I mean, you can use it as a tablecloth, whatever it is, but they make it on these big looms. And to run these looms, like if the looms are run by, you know, human energy, it takes a lot of coordination. They're using their legs to press it. They move their head, right? It's insane what they're doing there. It's extremely difficult work. And they're all on the second floor. (laughs) And it's literally a sweatshop. It's like 120 degrees. They have like 10 looms set up, these young guys that are just like going at it. Like it's like the most cardio intensive thing I've ever seen in my life. Like it should literally be the new workout. Like they should have these at gyms and like you're also producing this, (laughs) these things at the same time. I've never, right? It was insane. It was pretty insane. We were, we were sweating our asses off. We're like talking to them and we're just just sweating.
0: And then they kept laughing at us, but then we were laughing because we understood, like... But
1: the story is pretty crazy because the downstairs, they just have one room, which is because they just want to put on a show so the tourists... But but
0: upstairs, it's like... And
1: upstairs is the intense where it's really going on. And they sell these blankets, but they, you know, they... They're not super, super cheap because they know they can get no. the tourists to yeah. buy them, whatever. But we made, we ended, we made a deal. Actually we had a, one shop we tried and that was a fiasco. Yeah, they, Doug. They just like weren't, take it. It. He, he kept weird.
0: going back. I was like, dude, just let it be. They I didn't appreciate
1: that we wanted well, to send tips to their people. They just like didn't care. Well, it's a hit or miss. Some yeah.
0: people kind of are curious. Some people are like, no, they think it's a scam. So you have to understand that. Move on,
1: but this one. So we brought we brought home like four of these blankets. I think only three actually. No, thanks. three. They're beautiful. I wish we could show them right They're now.
0: They're right there uh, next to you on the left because I figured you'd for those be talking. Listening in spaces.
1: Yeah, this is what, but You yeah, can like, watch it, it on
0: YouTube or Odyssey really or Twitch. well made,
1: <laughs> like good material. Yeah, and like.
0: We'll
1: the other way around, put it backwards. Like this is a sexy beach blanket right here. Sexy, right? It is pretty. I like. it. Know, we, we like the ones And it's need, not that
0: so. big too, so it's like. Or you can use it as
1: them. a, you know, tablecloth, whatever it is. Anyway, we got three of them, so we'll add those to gratuitous. You can buy them, and then. But anyways, we, it is, we up sent four them Four of the there. workers there that are there that are always, you know, and they maybe, were excited. Maybe they about didn't make it. this very blanket, but they're there every day working on this thing. How many was it? Four guys?
0: No, it was one, two, three, four, five. Five guys. Five. Five.
1: And oh my God, it was
0: intense. Sometimes. Yeah, It was funny because like, well, I, I was translating <laughs> to them and I'm sweating. And then they were like, I was like, Oh my God, it's so hot. And I just laughed because obviously they work there like how many hours a day? And I'm sitting there like sweating and complaining, but then they were very sweet people again. Yeah, everyone we did was,
1: it. We got them on. Yeah, we, had, we, got we had some on. hiccups. The internet wasn't the best. Yeah. The internet we got stunk, some but we, like weird I hours. got back.
0: I got their payment ID and I sent them to the tips and we have a chat going on and they're kind, they're very excited about it. They're like thank you so much. Yeah, we
1: sent them like 2 bucks each. But yeah. you know, when you when you get this blanket, maybe you know, maybe you send them like $5. Yeah, yeah. And then what we'll do is we'll start getting more of these blankets if it works out, people buy them, then we'll just start harming those shit Yeah, yeah, in. right now this is just testing. And then we'll but... start getting them to give it cuz I'm sure there's more than those four guys that work there. Oh yeah. So we'll get every single loom worker hooked up.
0: Super yeah. cool. Yeah, super cool. Um I think that's it. I, think, I love how he these tries are all to, important things. We've got
1: like, a let's lot do a going short on. Intro. We know. have a lot going on. I know, I know. Most people are in this space just talk like saying the same old shit, you know? Like we're this is this is productive. We're we're trying to build it out. Guys, do the same. Yes. Get businesses going. In hey, Monero. Do no. it.
0: Yeah, definitely. Give it a shot. I mean, again, we were really surprised how like open everyone was. Like they didn't think we were nuts. They were like, What is this? <laughs> So it's pretty cool to have yeah, that, that reaction. You didn't feel rejected because sometimes, you know, it's tough trying to talk to someone and convincing someone of something new, right? That you have to like. It doesn't speak.
1: sound scalable, but it's the way we got to do it. We got to grow at grassroots. We got to. That's that's how, that's the only way it's gonna happen.
0: So. And, you know, the word of crypto is spreading, so now it's better. Now it's time to kind a of. A lot of talk people had heard of Monero, though. Yeah, yeah, they did. So
1: you need to be, like she wouldn't say big. She's like Monero. Like, how do you always say? it? You're like. I don't want to say it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm not in Mexico anymore. I had no ahead, choice ahead, there. That's it. What?
1: Crypto monero. She's like...
0: No, crypto Moneda is cryptocurrency.
1: <laughs> oh, crypto monera.
2: Uh,
0: yeah. Okay. Crypto monero is cryptocurrency. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. you were saying crypto monero. Oh, my God. Wow. You're really... Because <laughs> obviously they had to start with, do you know cryptocurrency? Do you know Bitcoin? It's a process, right? Oh, because you... I
1: always saw them be like, yeah, I know crypto. So no, I'm they know monero. I'm like, holy
0: shit. All these <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. <laughs>
1: Alright, Not as no, bullish as I thought.
0: No, that's I was like, <laughs> what we're so, talking about.
1: What did they? What, what's well, the response Bitcoin. when you say no?
0: They're like, yes, they've heard of it, and then when I said Bitcoin, they'd be like, yes, I heard of Bitcoin, and then I'd go into how Bitcoin is um, Monero is different from Bitcoin, and then they'd move along. We're, we're getting
1: we're getting uh, comments here in the space. Just bought my ticket for Monerotopia Nice, nice. Woo monnex awesome man. Awesome.
0: Let's, uh, <clears throat> you have anything oh, else to say so we can just. move on to the price report with Body? Do it. People have things do it. to do. So, okay, let's do this. The Topia price report segment is sponsored by Local Monero. Avoid using KYC exchanges. Buy and sell Monero directly for fiat, peer to peer. Aloha, Body. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for joining us on this Yeah.
3: Great today. to hear that you guys were having a wonderful time in Mexico. <laughs>
0: It was really, really. Did really we
3: nice. love it? We wish yes. we would have seen you there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I really wish I could have made it. It was just, uh, well, next time though.
0: Next time, yeah. You know, sure. we'll, we'll probably you go there. We,
3: we might run down there before the conference one more time. I can time see that happening. Just yeah. to like
1: make sure everything's sorted out. Oh yeah. Definitely.
3: Right on. Well, uh, maybe I'll head over to um Poco as well in February and, and do a little bit of advertising for uh, Monerotopia. That will be a good place to pick up a lot of people that are yes. probably still going to be around Mexico. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: yeah Actually, can... I think I saw Rafael in here. Yeah, Rafael's in the chat. We'll, we'll talk about that later. We're thinking of going down there, too. We're thinking yeah, of that cool. going down there, too.
3: So, yeah, mo- moneda means coin in Spanish, right? Yeah, so so I, when you I say crypto... <laughs> Yeah. Oh,
2: I keep saying Monero.
3: That's I have <laughs> made that same a, mistake too. Complete I'll be like, oh, yeah, let yeah. Let yeah this coin out. Monero is really cool. And they big like, ah, sí, si, moneda. Tengo moneda.
2: <laughs> yeah, Monero. Like,
3: oh, that's awesome. You're no, like, no. i are just saying, yeah, I have some money. Yeah. <laughs> I really lack like lingual
2: skills. That's hilarious.
0: That's definitely. Nice. It's like I can have a full blown <laughs> conversation like about him and he'd have no idea and just smile. He'd be like, oh, yes. <laughs> I didn't do that at all. I uh, just want to say, so
1: yeah, we're doing the price report. For those that want to see it, you can go on YouTube. Or Twitch. You know, you can see it yeah. visually.
0: Well, two um, locations right now. Yeah, YouTube live right now and Twitch. So. Yeah,
1: so if you're on the spaces. If you not, can
0: you can see, see it, it after.
1: I'm sure it will be good in audio as well. Alrighty. Take, take it away.
3: away. Take it away, my friend. Hopefully everybody knows this chart. This is, uh, you know, the chart that we all love so much. I always like to start from the big picture view, right? So this is, of course, Monero, US dollar. Again, we're still kind of below the, uh, our, our main rising triangle here. We'll probably get back above that at some point. Let's go ahead and slip to the uh, to the local view. And you know, so okay, we had our crash with everybody else. It was less bad than everyone else. I'm gonna add all the uh, the moving averages bands. Hopefully, y'all can see that. I don't know if y'all can see that or not, but um, anyways, so basically, price is kind of um, trending between all of the moving average bands, right? So we've kind of got these lower bands here. We've got the upper bands and it looks to me like price is probably going to be constrained between these bands for some period of time. Um, I'm still kind of thinking that if crypto takes some more big dips, it's likely that Monero is going to dip with it. You know, maybe we'll come back down here and test this band some more. Perhaps we could wick down into, uh, into that circle there. But, um, again, overall we're, I mean, if you haven't sold your, your stack at this point, it's really too late to do it, whether it's Bitcoin, the, the only coin that you would, you know, the only coins you would really want to sell are the ones that are, you know, on the ropes here, right? Like Solana and FTT and probably ADA and some of those other ones. Now, the ratio is what, you know, everyone's probably looking at the ratio, and it's it's wonderful. Now, there's something that I do want to point out, and that is the nature of how we broke out through this descending triangle. So you can see that, you know, we have this very long sort of a uh, downsloping resistance, and you can see that it took us like two months to basically to break through that. Now, normally when you break through something like this, it, it basically just goes up. But, you know, we've got some negative pressures out there from people that don't want to see Minerals price break out. Uh, but even so, um, we ultimately did break out of that. And this structure was uh, very clearly a bullish structure and it continues to be a bullish structure. So the reason that I point out all of the um, all the troubles that we had here breaking through that resistance is because we're encountering something very similar right here. So, you know, we, we did make a nice break, uh, this past week, punching up through that resistance, but there might be some overhead resistance coming in soon, right? Um, getting into the zero point, uh, sorry, .085, uh, area. And there's another corroborating thing we can look to see that. And that would be the Monero dominance. So again, this is, uh, this is a monthly view, so it's a very long-term view. We'll zoom in now. And, uh, essentially, you, you know, at, at this point, it looks like we're going to make it into into this downsloping line right here. And I would imagine that this ends up being some kind of resistance, maybe take a pullback. It might take us some time here, but I imagine that eventually uh, we will break through that as well. We can also go to I have a Monero oh, Ethereum chart. Here we go. OK, so we got the Monero Ethereum chart as well. So again, just for for people that uh, that might not know, this is kind of this is the lifetime standard. Um, deviation. You know, sometimes TradingView doesn't give me the full picture. It doesn't give me the full – like this is only going back to 2016. But, okay, at any rate, we are sitting in between some lower standard deviation bands. Uh, XMR Ethereum does look like it probably wants to continue being bullish. Perhaps, uh, perhaps this could take just a little bit longer than we might prefer, right? So we kind of uh, – we've been bouncing, 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 and this is a rising triangle right here. I imagine uh, that we could probably break above this. Monero, so a lot of cryptocurrency has these really negative influences happening right now because you've got all these like crypto shadow banks and exchanges and all this kind of shady stuff. All of these people really help to pump the price. Um, their interests are best served with high prices, right? They want to sell box protocols or even Bitcoin and Ethereum at the highest possible price. But with Monero, they spent the entire bull market... Selling Monero that they didn't have, which absorbed organic buying pressure and kind of prevented price from going higher, so while they were pumping everything else, they were suppressing monero, but they they ran out of monero that game can only continue for so long until they run out of um, real monero to to sort of cover for their their paper monero. so the point being that we have some a bit of a different market dynamic in the sense that we in the past six months. It became very clear that the exchanges are riding on zero. Meanwhile, the rest of cryptocurrencies kind of leverage unwinding. So we have some of the negative effects uh, from all of that. You know, there's a lot of people that are traders and they hold Monero and they'll dump their Monero um, whenever price crashes, which is why we crash with everyone else. But we do bounce back more quickly because, again, the exchanges just don't have any Monero. So to that point, let's go ahead and look at the um, – this is the divergence. It's just in a straight percent. So you can see these are very narrow divergences, Point one four. you know, minus – one quarter of a percent plus one quarter of a percent. And you can see that we're pretty well centered around zero. So the point on this chart is to understand that lately the price divergences haven't really been extreme. Uh, we saw Bitfinex jump up here to about a percent uh, higher than Kraken. Oh, and sorry, uh, this is all relative to Kraken. And the reason that we go relative to Kraken is because they've never shut their withdrawals for longer than like, an hour, 30 minutes, we've just, it just seems like they probably have at least most of the XMR they say they do. And the other thing, too, is that they don't follow, like, their price will stay higher. Meanwhile, Binance, Bitfinex, Qcoin, Poloniex, all the other guys' prices will just jump downwards together. And the crazy part about it is that, um, like, when Binance shuts down withdraws for, say, three, four, five days at a time, even a week at a time, You'll see the Bitfinex price. You'll see Qcoin and these other exchanges. Their prices will diverge down from from Kraken. And you're thinking, well, you know, allegedly their withdrawals are still open. So how is it that their prices are diverging down like that? So it's it's not like this isn't just a happenstance thing. This is a premeditated thing. Uh, but okay, but anyways, so we're looking at these price divergences. and And really, this is what we want to see. You should be centered around zero. Let's make the volume adjustment so that we can understand what kind of differences, and you can see that this makes a big difference. So recently, you can see that Binance diverged their price downwards significantly, but um, that was after they had already sort of diverged their price upwards. So, and you know, these aren't really huge volumes either. So this isn't, you know, this is, this is really nothing to uh, to write home about. This right here, um, as we talked about last week, this was when crypto crashed in general. And whenever they bring the entire cryptocurrency market down, they just like to hit Monero harder, right? That's just one thing that they do. Uh it's just a reality of of playing in these markets. So that's what the uh, price divergences look like. Nothing really too um, too insane or nothing that's that's too negative. We can take a look at the uh the longs and the shorts. Uh, you can see that we're still net short, right? So the white line here, the the flat white line, that's the zero point. Uh so you can see that yeah, we're still a little bit net short, but it's nothing huge. Um, it's just kind of just lingering hanging on. Uh, so that's what Monero looks like at the moment. I would like to show you guys the broader markets today because there's there's an interesting development happening in the stock market, and uh, it's actually a very positive sign. So um, you can see on the right here is the legend. So all of these colors represent a different major asset class. So when it says crypto, we're talking about the market cap of all crypto. I'm talking about the market cap of gold, silver, and even like the aggregated market cap of all stocks and all bonds. Um, like the Wilshire 500 is um, what that index is called. And then Dixie is the dollar index. So all this is, we just, we can get a feel for how assets are performing relative to each other. Um, I divide by their standard deviation over some, um, time frame backwards. And so it just gives you, it gives you an idea. You can stack all these next to each other and see which assets are performing relatively better. Um, so essentially you can see that silver has taken a nice pop, a little bit of a pullback here. Gold, same thing. We're able to see right where crypto, uh, basically dumped. And we're just kind of sitting here writing, and I think everyone's sort of holding their breath. No one really knows necessarily what the next move is on crypto. Um, I personally don't have a huge opinion on where it goes next, but I still do think that um, there's further down to go. We're, we're getting close to those targets, but we're still not quite there. And I see the presence of black swans on the horizon for cryptocurrency still. Right? You've got the, the Gox coin is going to be released at some point next year. That's actually happening. There's movement um, happening there. People are registering their Kraken accounts. And there's a few different exchanges, but everyone's going with Kraken. It's kind of funny. It seems like the word is getting out in general in crypto that Kraken is probably the most solvent uh, exchange out there. Now,
1: that's this bull- is also bullish amazing bullish for Monero, Manero, right, I'd say, right? As, as oh, yeah.
3: Kraken. Yeah, it's very bullish for Monero because, um, you know, Kraken offers uh, XMR USD pairs. And, uh, you know, it's it, they have all the Monero they say they do. So this should... I think this should definitely be it can't hurt, right? <laughs> having having those deposits be made to people on Kraken can't hurt. Um and a little bit of background on that. So the Gox trustee is not a cryptocurrency expert, right? They um they don't want to be the one setting up some new system to distribute a bunch of Bitcoin and Bitcoin Cash to um to all the victims. They're just gonna make they're just gonna dump that uh all that coin into Kraken and then Kraken can make those distributions, right? Uh which is smart. That's really the, the right way to do it. And then there's going to be two distributions. The first one happening almost certainly next year is called the early lump sum payment. And then there's going to be a secondary distribution sometime years later where there's still other court cases pending and other people that might have a claim on some of those Gox coin. We'll have to see how that plays out. But, you know, this is like the gift that keeps on giving. And um, FTX is the new Gox. In fact, it's bigger than Gox, um, both in terms of magnitude, like the financial magnitude and complexity. Um, so this is going to be a saga that continues playing out for for years, maybe even the next decade. In fact, this is kind of one thing that Bitcoin has big problems for it on the horizon. The United States government has like over 200, maybe 300,000 Bitcoin. They, they apparently keep seizing it faster than they can get rid of it. Um, so they've got the coin they got from the Bitfinex hack. Um, which I believe was like 100,000 or maybe 120,000 Bitcoin. They just seized 50,000 Bitcoin from the Silk Road in addition to like another 70,000 Bitcoin they seized from the Silk Road. So, um, the, you know, that's not good for price. That's not good for traders out there thinking, oh, man, there's hundreds of thousands of Bitcoin out there that are going to get dumped on the market. Um, so I think that's going to be a significant influence for the Bitcoin price going forward. But, hey, you know, that's good for us. Um, that's, that's good for Monero. Uh, in a lot of ways, and it's good for some of the other coins as well. So let's take a little bit shorter look on, on what's happening. So what happened this week, um, particularly with prices? So gold actually took a bit of a pullback this week. Um, while the Dixie is starting to rebound, crypto is relatively maintaining flat. Um, so let's go ahead and, and switch over to some of the macro view stuff. Uh, we'll just take it from left to right, uh, top to bottom. This is the 10-year yield. So essentially, I... Uh, you know, the, the 10-year yield was in a bull market, really all, all of the government yields are in a bull market, along with the dollar index. And, um, essentially I had this yellow circle, uh, for quite some time. Um, these lines up here, these white lines, uh, they are, uh, lifetime moving averages. Um, maybe we can go on to a longer term view. So this is the monthly view. So this is basically like almost the entire history of, um, of the 10-year yield. And so you can see that, uh, you know, we're basically, you know, I I put that yellow circle there uh, months ago simply because it, it looked to me a lot like moving into these lifetime moving averages was probably um, a reasonable spot. And so um, normally, so bonds are, bonds are a very interesting thing because they have this weird um, double dynamic. So on the one hand, historically, it's been the case that when people leave the stock market, they go into the bond market. So when there's a lot of demand for bonds, that means the people selling them don't have to offer you an attractive interest rate right? The interest rates can keep going down because people are saying, hey, you know, everyone wants a bond, right? And if you're the seller, you don't want to pay interest. You want to pay as little interest as you can. So when interest rates go up, that means that there's not any demand for bonds. It means that money is usually moving from bonds to the stock market. But because of the way that all the leverage has happened in the economy over the past really decade, but especially during the COVID stuff, it ended up being the case that as bond yields were rising, it meant that people really didn't want bonds in that market as it started coming down. Actually, instead of having this effect where money was leaving the bond market and going into the stock market, it was also leaving the stock market because of the instability. And I think also because as higher as the rates go up, that makes the leverage harder to sustain. Um, you have to pay higher interest rates on that. So um, there's kind of like this dual dynamic that happens in the bond market. So anyways, the the... The quick and dirty part is that um, as these yields go up, that's kind of price negative for risk assets at the moment. Um, I don't think this is over. I think that we are probably going to come back into this area at some point, could be next year. But we are finally hitting those spots where, okay, maybe maybe this thing is getting close to being over. Maybe we can find some way to reverse. Um, The Dixie is basically the same story. This is the weekly uh fixie chart. Let's go to the monthly actually. And you can see that these horizontal uh dash lines, these are these are places of significance. These are horizontal areas of significance going all the way back to 2000 and the 70s. And if we go into some of the smaller time frames, maybe the daily, I basically drew this um, you know, this parabola because usually um once price gets going in a bull market, you'll see things like to go parabolic for a period of time. Now the dollar has broken this parabola and it's taken a pretty significant pullback but that doesn't mean that it's over, right? We're, we're not quite done. And even if we go back to, uh, like the 2000s, uh, right around the dot com era, um, you can see that, you know, price was, was topping for quite some time, right? Came up, took a big pullback, came up again. So this could continue to play out for some period of time, even potentially all next year. But at any rate, um, with the Dixie coming down, that, that has been a factor in why the stock market, um, has been bullish. And maybe crypto would have followed except for all of the, um, all of the bankruptcies that happened. But at the same time, it's like, I've heard people say to me, yeah, but you didn't know FTX was going to go, was going to go bankrupt. And it's like, okay, I didn't know that specifically they were, but I did know that there was a lot of leverage. There was a lot of fraud um, still wrapped up in this ecosystem and that there was a lot of people that had barely narrowly uh, avoided getting liquidated and getting going bankrupt in the June crash. So it's kind of like not—it's still, you know, just the intuition that oh, there's there's more to come. I don't know exactly who the next guy is going to be. When it comes to FTX, you have hundreds of companies that had counterparty risk and uh, were totally exposed. I mean, you just get on Twitter, get on Reddit, and you can just see name after name. Some of them quite big, and uh, we're we're starting to see more organizations, more bankruptcy happens, uh, or at least um, the move towards that. And so the problem is that we don't really know who the next shoe to fall is. Like we said last week. FTX started the capitulation, but it's not over. Um, we need to see a few more of these big companies go bust. We probably need to see price. Um, I really want to see price go down into my targets. And, uh, and then we want to see, we want to continue to see some of these, uh, macro financials turn around.
4: Yeah, man. What's that, Doug?
1: You're on it, man. <laughs> you, you are on <laughs> it. You're, you're very good at this. What do you, what do you, what do you think about DCG group? Do you think they, they could be, uh, a part of the contagion?
3: That would really surprise me, although they're refusing to prove reserves over GBTC, and the GBTC premium is like minus 40%. It's you know, Bitcoin is at like $10,000 in terms of GBTC on the stock market. Um, they've been around since 2014, but here's an interesting thing. Barry Silbert was the founder and CEO. I think he left last year as the CEO, but this guy is also another little Wef young superstar, uh, World Economic Forum superstar.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, So, who knows? Numero uno, you know?
2: (laughs) Yeah,
3: (laughs) for sure. Uh,
1: I I mean, I hate to wish ill upon anybody, but I don't really like the guy. I met him uh, in person at an event at Bloomberg. It was a crypto event back in the day, and anybody was able to go. It was awesome. and showed up and it was there were some really good talks and Barry he was there and it was when i I really first heard somebody pitch Bitcoin as dig, as being digital gold. And I remember I raised my hand in the audience and I, I like, I was like kind of blown back. I was like, it's not about digital gold, it's about digital cash. And, uh, it was like, it was, it was great. And then I even off stage, I talked to him and he, he just was not having it. You know, he, he didn't, he didn't like it, but he was like literally for me, that's, I I think that really was the ad. He really was the purveyor of of that concept. uh,
3: I think it's so interesting how the narratives that won the day. We're all originated from people that have direct connections to like deep state type entities, Microsoft, Google World Economic right? Forum, BuilderBird. Yeah, guys, right? why is this this like, is so obvious
1: to us? How are other people not picking up on this, you know?
3: Hey, you know, it wasn't until a year or two ago that I finally picked up on it. I was part of all the narratives, especially a lot of the Bitcoin maximalism narratives. I always kind of, I didn't like the religious overtones that were forming, so that gave me some suspicion. Um, but I... You know, I was uh, pitching a lot of those same narratives myself for quite some time. So hopefully we can reach some people and and make them or convince them to reconsider some of those narratives. I mean, what do you
1: think, Ben? Do you think they they ultimately still win the war or are they going to get toppled? Because that's really what it's coming down, right? It's like an information war, which is ultimately... Yeah.
3: I think... um, i mean it's a long game right it's a long war and i see there's a lot of there's a lot of fundamental changes happening right now it seems to me like ethereum could very well be the pivot bitcoin has these negative price events on its horizon dominance keeps going down uh, you know we the, the big thing is stable coins right and so if we think about it like the power that these guys have originates from their ability to control the currency gold has already been a reserve asset for a very long time and it hasn't stopped them from running their fiat schemes So if you turn Bitcoin or crypto into digital gold and or just the gambler's game, then where's the digital freedom money? Where's the actual currency that we need to transact peer to peer from person to person without their middlemen in the way? The whole reason that, um, you know, they made gold a reserve asset and then started the the fiat system was so that they could put their middlemen, banks and credit card companies right right in the way of um, free commerce. Um, So I think we win.
1: Spot, spot on. Said so well. Go ahead. Sorry. Keep going.
3: So I think ultimately, you know, it's just a long game. It's slow and steady wins the race. Uh, we're gonna, we're just gonna keep making advances. I see so many more people on Twitter, on Reddit, like the, and I see a lot more upvotes and shares on Twitter, uh, on Twitter Monero content now. So that's, um, that's a really good sign. And I think that's just going to continue. So, um, I just got a few more things to show you guys here. This is the reverse repos. Now if you remember, I've been saying that so this represents latent economic energy. This is just um cash that gets stored overnight with the Fed and people get uh, like a small percentage in return for doing that. But this is liquid cash. Like these people can the people that have this money can get this money back quickly. And it's sitting at two trillion dollars right now. And so what I've been saying is that, like, you can see our entrance into the bear market here as uh, the reverse repo started going up back in 20, especially 2022. And but even, you know, all through 2021. So what I, one thing that I want to see to be convinced that, hey, we're looking at the potential for, you know, a sustainable market here is uh, we want to see these reverse repos continue to come down over time. So that's just one, you know, you only get this every, I think it's every day they report this. And it's um, this is a very big, broad picture kind of metric. It's, it's not something you can look at um, like on a daily basis for intraday kind of cues. Uh, and then the thing that I really wanted to show you guys today was the stock market. So again I always like to start with the broad picture. This is the Nasdaq going all the way back to its inception in the 80s and you can see we essentially have this big parallel channel. It's um it's a little bit more clear if you look at it on the weekly. I know it's it's probably kind of hard to see this over um over YouTube. They don't I have noticed the resolution on YouTube doesn't always leave something to be desired. But anyway, so um this is the dot com bubble. We uh I just we, you know, I was just a kid during that time, but you know, the NASDAQ got way ahead of itself, came back into this channel, overperformed to the downside, but then regained the channel for a very long time, and then we've got the COVID, all the COVID nonsense. Uh we went from the top of the channel all the way down during the March twenty twenty crash back up and then formed this rising wedge. We broke down from that. So you could probably see uh let's see that dash that dashed yellow line is uh, the pre COVID highs. Right? So this is right before Everything crashed. And it's kind of been my position that I want us to get back down into this area. This is just such a natural place for support to happen. That's an easy buy. Um, that's At a minimum, it's an easy swing trade, but it could very well be the bottom. So we're making slightly lower lows all the way. Um, we've got kind of like a nice little rebound. So those inflation numbers that came in uh, 10 days ago, uh, thats that really gave the market uh, an impetus to go up. Um, we've seen the prices of oil is falling a little bit. So as the market's looking at inflation, they say, well, okay, energy is going to be a big component of that. If the price of oil is dropping, then that means people should be able to provide uh, products at a little bit cheaper prices. But ultimately, the inflation numbers came down a little bit, so the market was giddy. They, they really want to pump. Um, but, okay, the thing that I really wanted to show you today is um, – is the Z-scores. Um, so again, Z-scores are like RSI. I have RSI here on the bottom, and maybe we'll look at the RSI as well in a second, but I do like Z-scores better because they're statistically a more correct way of doing it. And the point is here, is that we're looking at the formation of divergence, at least the potential for it. Um, so this is momentum divergence, where essentially we are making lower lows, but the momentum is making higher lows. And, uh, you know, I haven't looked at the RSI until just right now, but let's go ahead and take a look at it and see if it says the same thing. The answer is yes. So, again, we're forming this kind of long-term divergence. Now, to me, the dream scenario, the thing that I would love to see, I want to see this market pull back, drop down right into this area, and then we would see RSI pull down and make another higher low. And then from there, that's kind of like, I mean, that's that would be the last signal that I would want to see. I would get long crypto. I would get long, you know, the stock market. You know, my meager 401k, uh, I would probably just yellow that into some kind of um, maybe 3x NDX or 3x um, S&P 500. So, um, yeah, this is a this is actually a really good sign. This is the kind of stuff you want to see for being convinced that some kind of big turnaround is um, is happening is about to happen. So still, though, there again, there could be another lower low, like the stock market could take another big tumble. Um, I think that would be the ideal scenario to give us the completion of this um, of this bullish RSI, bullish momentum divergence. Um, And again, you know, obviously, my view being that I would like to see Bitcoin make it down into my target, the uh, regression analysis target. And those are just easy buy points like we can just YOLO your money back into the markets and, uh, um, probably sit, sit pretty for at least a few months going into next year. So yeah, that's where I see the markets are at right now. You know, it's, it's scary out there. There's still more bankruptcies, but you know, there, there really is big opportunities coming up here.
1: Do we see Monero hitting 0.02 BTC by Monerotopia?
3: Let's see. <laughs> I mean, ultimately, yes. You make it happen. We gotta take. All right. So there's 0.02. I guess is is that where is that where they bought is that your ratio buying point? Have you been hodling all this time? I, mean, um, I like that number. Okay, so I mean, yeah, you know, ultimately we could. There's there's a lot of places there's a lot of places that we have to get ahead of first, right? So that's a spot. This right here is a spot. We're getting pretty close to it, right around the .09 area. This, right? These are all levels that are going to be important. Just horizontal areas of significance. It's a long road to get back there. Now maybe. Maybe it happens all at once. Maybe this guy's going, getting dropped onto Kraken. But maybe even one percent of them decide that they're going to buy Monero with that, um, and that could be, like that. That would be significant, especially in the face of Binance and all these other exchanges being almost totally out of Monero. If people get onto Kraken and then just clean out their order books, and it really doesn't take that much Bitcoin to do it, uh, we could we could really see a big price explosion uh, next year. I think
1: people are really going to wake up to the idea of if you're going to use an exchange, you might as well withdraw via Monero, even if you ultimately want to get back into Bitcoin again. And I think once people do that, they'll be like, you know what, I'll just keep some keep some Monero. You know, People are really yeah.
3: more cognizant of the fact that their transactions are, are getting traced, I think. One thing that's cool is that, um you know, Monero has been on this whole fractional reserve thing for a very long time. And I'm seeing just the beginnings of people talking about, oh, fractional reserve. They don't actually have your Bitcoin. Pull it off the exchanges. And, you know, in Monero over here, we've been sitting here for like a year and a half being like, listen, they are totally fractionally reserving our coin. So we're kind of ahead of that narrative. We're ahead of that story right now. We're like patient zero in that regard. Yeah. Been there, done that. Yeah. So, you know, we've got we've got the whole sort of uh, social infrastructure, very aware, like everyone in Minera, most people in Minera are very aware of this problem. And, uh, you know, so we've got the tweets, we've got the the posts going back for a long time now where it's like, hey, we've we've been warning about this. We've been trying to help people about this. So um, that can only be a good thing for us.
1: Yeah. And we're more immune to it because we're just not on as many exchanges. Right. And the yeah. we're on the major one we're on is Kraken, which. We, there appears to be some trust there. Hopefully, you know, they'll be pr- providing, uh, you know, a way of verifying soon, right? You see, you see that happening soon?
3: I don't know. I didn't hear anything from Kraken that they were intending to do that. I would like to see them release some view keys. There's some nuance there. So, Monero has view keys, and, um, that the problem is, from a cryptographic standpoint, you can only use those to tell incoming transactions, but you can't see outgoing transactions. However, apparently it's, it's, Fairly trivial for someone that knows what they're doing to um, do some basic chain analysis to figure out when those funds were actually spent.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, is, is anybody working on a proof of funds for Monero? Like a you know easy like a way for exchanges to easily implement something like that if they wanted to beyond just you know UK's, something that would actually prove funds.
3: Oh, I mean, there's Seraphis, um, which is yeah. a more complete view key kind of thing. I haven't heard of anyone developing that, but, uh, that maybe, I don't know.
2: Yeah.
1: If anybody knows, maybe talk about in, in the spaces. Maybe Justin knows. That awesome.
3: would be so awesome if we could convince Kraken to do that.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I don't see why not. It's like you're calling them on their bullshit, right? If they're not willing to do it, especially if, you know, there was, they're being assisted in development, like what would their reasoning be not to do it? Right.
3: Yeah. I mean, maybe they're like 70 percent reserved or 50 percent reserved, you know, enough so that they they never have withdrawal problems, but they're not fully reserved. I mean, I would like to think that's not the case, but.
1: Or some competitive exchange, right? Maybe, you know, there might be some new, you know, we see exchanges are dying, but we might see some new versions So Obviously, we're going to see decentralized exchanges, but we might see some more pure purebreds like a Kraken or something because that starts to become the competitive advantage, you know, an exchange that people can really trust and doing it in a way where people can validate on their own. So obviously, decentralized you no, know? but I, I don't know. I think there's a market for it. Now. Like I mean, we're even saying, right? We're even saying that Kraken might gain mo- momentum, right? Like more people might start using Kraken. Why is that? Because the people are desire this uh, ability to to trust an exchange, right?
3: Yeah. yeah I mean, it, it is an important function. We do need to be able to get between crypto and dirty fiat. Like it's just for now, it's it's the reality. Yeah, the only way. Although, you know, there's a lot of people that would say use local Monero, use, uh, Haveta whenever it comes out.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, of course, of course. But practically speaking, you know, it's, it's a good avenue from the fiat world. And what, and what's like, what's good about Monero is you can get in that way. And then once you move off the exchanges, you're, you know, nobody can see what you do thereafter. So it's, it's not like doing with Bitcoin in my mind is really bad. But doing it with Monero, obviously ideally you're getting it directly with cash, but it's not nearly as bad as if you were to do it with Bitcoin. You know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Body man, thank you so much. What's your my new, pleasure? What's your new Twitter
3: handle? <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, well for the Twitter spaces, you know, you guys uh pulled uh Push me to do it, and uh, I have <laughs> yeah, Monegro. My Twitter name is Monegro. You're gonna you're gonna blow up on Twitter, man. I, I, ho- I hope I'm not
1: responsible for you getting a Twitter addiction now. It's
3: uh, I'll um, well, I don't know. I'll be careful. I'll, maybe I'll just replace it with a healthy drug addiction or something. <laughs> but if you
1: start <laughs> freaking out charts and stuff, yeah, people are gonna love it.
0: Look at him already <laughs> telling you what to do.
3: No,
1: I'm telling him for his. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. he got He does.
3: But it's something that I've been wanting to do, been thinking about doing for a long time. I'm, you know, really honestly trying to um, so part of the problem is as you mentioned, it's it's easy to get addicted to social media and when you're spending time engaging socially, you're not spending time writing scripts, doing analysis, uh learning new skills, right? You're just kinda like chit chatting with people. And I, we definitely need that. Monero needs a lot of that because I mean I guess probably a lot of people in Monero, we are sort of tech oriented. We do like to go do married kind of projects and stuff. Um, so I've kind of been avoiding it for a long time because I just know that that I will end up spending a decent amount of time on social media. And Reddit has been nice because like it's kind of like being able to journal out in the open. Right. I'm just writing out my ideas, writing out my analysis and it helps me organize my thoughts. And so it's easy for me just to post that on Reddit and, and share it with people. But, uh, you know, Twitter is more like, all right, let's, uh, let's do this. Let's convince some people. Let's get popular. You know, let's, uh, let's put out cool content that people want. And, uh, you know, that's a, that's a dangerous game in a lot of ways.
1: Agreed. Agreed, man. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'd rather have you doing the, the technical stuff. I don't want to you know, be wasting your brain power on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is a time, it is a horrible time sink. It really is. That's why we kind of suck at the social media parts, because we just don't like it.
0: Yeah, I don't like, don't like it. You like, I, I, it I
1: understand stuff. the importance of it, but it's like, it, it wastes your time. It wastes your time. It's not, it doesn't, it doesn't feel all that
3: productive. Well, the thing is, it's a necessary function. Like, there's, you guys are one of the few people in Monero that are really, like, doing the Lord's work out there and, um doing the outreach. And sure, there's, I don't want to, like, minimize anyone else's contribution but you guys are really doing a lot of stuff to um to put monero out into the social um, atmosphere and it's something that needs to be done right and it seems like for whatever reason Monero people are less inclined to do that so um yeah, your work well, is very much appreciated
2: thank you 100 percent.
1: nobody nobody wants to be public i get it it's yeah, like yeah. why would you want to uh, destroy your own privacy as you try to, you know, achieve perfect <laughs> privacy. Yeah. it's it's like a sacrifice. <laughs> so we'll do it for you guys. Yeah, somebody's got to
2: take one for the team. Someone's going to do it, and
0: we're okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> and we appreciate the yeah. love and support. So yeah. yeah, thank you for the kind words. That's that really means a lot to us. Yeah, somebody cause... was
1: somebody was saying, uh "Monero Maxi, you guys are living like the the ideal crypto life." <laughs> yeah, man, we uh we love it. We yes, love yes, it. Yes. Yes. Ghost is asking us to add olive oil to Gratuitous. Oh,
0: yes. There you go. <laughs> I'm sure we're we're working on many things. It's just, you know, there's so we much try, time We in had the day, a guy guys. in
1: Greece, remember, like two years ago, and then it just never yeah. came together. Well, it's
0: time, really.
1: We could hit him up again. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're getting better at adding products to Gratuitous. So
0: we're becoming That's pretty cool. Master.
1: Body Man, uh, Thank you thanks much. so much.
0: And, yeah, for those listening in the spaces and, you know, in the podcast, you know, you can always check out the charts if you're interested on YouTube and Odyssey after the live stream so just in case everyone anyone yeah, is or, curious or you
1: check them out now during the show well yeah but obviously
0: there. it just finished so I'm telling <laughs> you for those that just jumped into the space and just missed it True. you can always catch it um after the live stream on uh YouTube Pe- or Odyssey
1: people live uh, listening on spaces can you uh like tweet this out share it let's try to grow the spaces
0: share the love let's try
1: to get kim.com on like can yeah. somebody uh retweet his Tweet, what did he say? Looking into Monero? Yeah, again. looking into Monero, yeah. Well, somebody, uh, a lot of if somebody part, can true. tweet that out right now and everybody can go like it and we could say like come into the Monero spaces room, let's see if we get his attention. He's been doing a lot of spaces recently. He's got like, a, I think like a million followers or something. Oh, so oh, that'd be great if we pull him in. That honestly, would be pretty nice.
2: pretty nice.
0: Pretty nice. This is yeah. what we gotta do, Body. This is what we gotta <laughs> do. <laughs> and thank you for yep. your work. And thank you for uh, doing the price report. Really appreciate it. People love it. Thank you. Yeah,
1: yeah thanks for sharing.
0: As usual. Putting
1: up with us last night, you know, trying to
0: figure out the whole spaces. The spaces there. <laughs> <thing. I very
1: laughs> Appreciate that. Sorry about that. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, for no that. problem at all.
0: All right. Thank you. You go. Uh, enjoy right, the buddy. rest of your weekend and your day.
1: Jump in spaces. You guys, in thanks guys. Jump in the spaces if okay. you can. At the time. All right, all right. Thank you so okay, much.
0: Bye. Thank you. Pastor Luengo. Bye. righty. So let's move on to the weekly news segment. Let's do this. And now for our weekly news segment.
3: Hey, Hello, guys. <laughs>
1: hey, we're doing it, man. So far, so good. Don't
0: jinx
5: it. So far, so good. So
6: <laughs> I actually, Kim.com tweeted something, and then I tweeted the space in the comments. Yeah. So hopefully he's going to see it. But we know he has time because he's been on the spaces for like, i would wake up, see him in the space, and go to sleep, and he's still in the space. <laughs> I don't I know, how I know. Do I, that. You know?
1: And he's got Monero on his mind. He's got Monero on his mind. Big time.
6: He He does. He does. So, if not this time, hopefully, eventually, we will get him on. DM'd him like uh, two days ago. No response. No response. He probably gets like a billion DMs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. DM, DM, no. I try to. Whenever he's posting something and it's like two minutes ago, I'm instantly trying to see, hey, you want to hop on? Hey, (laughs) (laughs) I know. I see you writing.
0: (laughs) Do you want to share your screen? Because I don't see it here
6: yeah so let's get into it for the people watching in uh, on twitter you can join on youtube if you do want to see the news uh, like the visuals if not you can hop on after and um and see it so actually
0: also yeah for people in the spaces listening i know we're also streaming this show on twitter too so you can probably i don't know if you're able to do both or see both that's (laughs) an option (laughs) don't try that (laughs)
6: Yeah, (laughs) better be safe. (laughs) Can you see my screen? Oh, you have to.
0: Yeah, there you go. Okay, good.
6: But yeah, so happy, happy Saturday, everybody. It's weekend. Make sure that you like. Make sure that you share, so everybody can can see the news and price report and the show. But other than that, let's get into it. I actually just saw this like a few moments ago, Um, and it caught my attention because it's absolutely insane. So. Canada is going to mandate psychiatric medication for those that refuse mRNA injections or any kind of vaccination. What? Yeah. Is that real? Uh, Let's play the clip and let's see. I
5: mean, there is a definite assault against the unvaccinated. And you've talked about how uh, even they recommend, you know perhaps psychiatric medication or something for people that don't want to take a vaccine.
7: So this has come out recently out of the College of Physicians and Surgeons of Ontario. The college sent out a a letter or a memo to all the doctors in Ontario suggesting to them, now so far they're not mandating it, they're just suggesting it, that any of their unvaccinated patients, that they should consider that they have a mental problem and that they should be put on psychiatric medication.
5: Holy shit. What?
1: <laughs> Holy shit. This what is, is going, going on? That is all out war. Oh, my God. This God. is insane. I am feeling it more and more in my personal life as well from people I know. It's it's scary. It's scary when the quote-unquote professionals uh, start to take away people's liberty, and they have the power of the state behind them. This is terrifying.
6: Yeah, but mandate. Like, are you serious? Like, mandating that? Are you serious? Like, this is insane. As
1: you were playing that, I was just waiting for Chris Skye to come busting through the, the, the back wall. <laughs> <laughs> Grab the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> we to get Chris Skye back on the show. Uh, I don't know if we can win him over again. Yeah, it's a shame. Um, I really, I always liked the guy. I the know. fact that he turned on, like-, like, then didn't like
8: me, I was like,
0: dude. Doug fell like hurt. I he still you, hurt, man.
8: clearly.
0: <laughs> he yeah. has pain in his heart.
1: Chris Guy, if you're listening.
0: I don't think he is. I'll
1: jump from <laughs> the Twitter spaces. Is, it, is he back on Twitter? Because I think he's one of the banned people, right? I I was he, he must have been banned.
6: I don't know, but we'll talk about it. Somebody
1: start that uh, Twitter poll. Elon, should, can we bring Chris Guy back? We should start it as Monero. Oh, so
0: you can look at that, China. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get, get his
2: affection like, we
6: vote yes. Do you? <laughs>
7: <laughs> oh, gosh. Um,
6: someone said play the rest. rest. So you know what? We'll, we'll just finish
8: it. Because yeah, you as well, as I was saying. So let's finish this one. So
7: far, it's just a suggestion. But the College of Physicians and Surgeons of Ontario should not be making these kinds of suggestions. This is extremely unethical. And this is a very, very slippery slope. Uh, if, if they're suggesting that people who wish to have bodily autonomy and and don't want an experimental vaccine, that there may be something mentally wrong with them, that is a very, very dangerous slippery slope that we're on.
5: Oh man, you're so right. I just thank you for your courage. The people of Canada are really uh, appreciative of what you've done, how you're speaking. Thank mm-hmm. you. Please don't uh, stop doing it. Uh, we're grateful for you. And I know the world is also going to be hearing a lot more from you, Dr. Maccus. Thank you very much.
0: Dr. Mac-us. Let's
1: get Dr. Macus at Monerotopia. Let's get him down there.
6: <laughs> it's, yeah. Is, uh, wow. that, that, that's crazy. That's Damn. I saw this like a couple minutes ago before the show. It's insane.
1: I literally can't keep up with the, the New World Order news. <laughs> it's
2: like... <laughs> <laughs> it's so much. It's, like, it's, like it's going
6: exponential at this point. Actually, talking about that, if you guys have any... Because we can follow everything. So, if you have anything that you want us to cover... Uh, at us, uh, DM us, uh, we have the Telegram, uh, group, um, at me. Yeah, people let throw you
1: know. in a ton of good news stories there. Yeah, just make sure you
6: at, yeah, at, what's your, your handle there? Um, but let me see, cause I'm not entirely sure.
0: <laughs> Tony, you have something else.
6: <laughs> it's, uh, Tony underscore Uber and. <laughs> B-L-E-U.
1: So if somebody just starts to write in Tony, you'll find them. So yeah, anybody that <laughs> wants any good, good news, just at message Tony in the Monerotopia telegram.
6: Yes, please do. Because yeah. we, can't, we can't keep up. So now I'll, I'll, I'll touch on FTX, but we won't go too deep into the details because it's just it's just so much. It's a lot. So we won't talk too much about it. But I do have a couple of things that I want to talk about. Um, here's where the FTX scandal gets really interesting and scary. The names and deposit amounts of every single FTX customer could become public in the Chapter 11 bankruptcy filing. It happened in the past with Celsius and, and other platforms, but it's really scary. It's really scary to see. and It kind of feels good that in, when you're not on these platforms and you know that you're safe and nothing happened to you. It just feels in a way I don't know but definitely like don't don't stop using uh, centralized exchanges and and all these things because eventually things like this will happen and then let's um let's see this as well facts Biden funded Ukraine right then Ukraine funded FTX FTX funded Democrats with millions this is known as money laundering 101 and I've been hearing this more and more and yeah, I guess this is true. And if it is true, then that's, that's absolutely insane. Yeah. I mean,
1: I remember I, w- I was following this pretty closely because I have a friend who's, uh, actually a family, you know, family friend that, uh, works for the Democratic party. And she, she, she always knew that I was very much into crypto. And I remember she, she came to me. This is, you know, a long, long time ago when this first, when he first started to make these donations, she's like, Hey, do you know who this Sam? Bakeman guys I'm like I'm thinking I'm like is that the FTX guy? Wow. Cuz she was working on a very high level campaign. Uh uh-huh. and had, he's like yeah, it was really random. They wanted to, you know, they came and donated a ton of money to our thing. I was like holy shit. <laughs> uh I had already like had that guy on my list of like curious people, you know? I mean, he just came out of nowhere in the whole FTX thing completely came out of nowhere it was like on steroids it was for people that were in the space for a while it was like boom they're like ftx like what and mm-hmm. you like you see this guy getting paraded around as the, the the new uber genius it was like what like he wasn't it was it was all bizarre to me from the beginning and then when i heard when i heard that that was really uh, set off the red flags so yeah it's not rumor i mean he gave a he he How many? How many mil? It was like a hundred mil, right? He invested into. He was one of the, I think, the second largest donor. Yeah, yeah, a lot, something like that. And you know, he donated to Republicans too, but obviously, you know, there's there's some strategy there. But by by and large, it all went to certain certain types of candidates. You know, in in exchange for what, right? I mean, it sounds like it really was almost
6: a, a money laundering activity that was going on there. And when he came to fame, he was just okay. FTX, oh my god, this guy! People compare him to Warren Buffett, and he's the most generous billionaire, and all these things. It came out of nowhere, and it but, went down just as fast.
1: And the New York Times is still trying to prop the guy up.
6: Yeah, we'll get into it. Yeah, we'll, yeah go I'll ahead. Get into it. It's insane. Like, yeah, like you see, like the media is trying to portray him as something good or maybe you know not as bad definitely not as a criminal and actually i've heard that ftx was insolvent since april last year <laughs> so it's crazy uh, but so biden gave loads of money to ukraine get, who gave loads of money to ftx who gave loads of money to democrats sounds like a potentially massive scandal the media will have absolutely no interest in covering <laughs> which is true
1: yeah, he was the second donor, only to Soros. Around 50 million, he
6: donated. A large margin. Wow, that's crazy. Sam bankman free donated hundreds of millions of dollars stolen from FTX customers to politicians and related organizations. The New York Times, Washington Post, and Reuters are now whitewashing his actions, actions which have ruined millions of lives. Propaganda and corruption in action. Sam Bankman-Fried uh, did the financial system a favor. Before FTX collapsed, founder poured millions into pandemic prevention. How Sam Bankman-Fried's FTX crypto empire collapsed? I don't see any criminal <laughs> in the titles. <laughs> they're not going to say that. They're even calling <laughs> the queen. The queen oh no yeah, my Fake cool. charity nerd girl behind the FTX, FTX collapse. She's a math whiz who loves Harry Potter, French political <laughs> philosophy, and taking big risks. She doesn't believe in stop losses, by the way. She doesn't. She's not a believer in that. Caroline. I didn't read this article. Uh, it's kind of don't want to go down. <laughs> um. She also wanted... wait, is,
1: is the whole sex tape thing real? Is that real? No, is I, think
0: it... that, I thought that was a joke.
1: Is that a joke? Is that real? Okay. So anybody, <laughs> anybody comment that knows? <laughs> I thought that was fake. I just can't keep up with this stuff. I don't know. I don't know what's
6: what's like what's real or fake anymore. Okay, so
0: <laughs>
6: for the guys that hopped on hoping that we'll watch it together, we <laughs> want. I'm sorry, you can get off the stream right now. Someone made, someone anonymous made a website, and they said that on November 18th, so that was yesterday, that they were going to release that legit sex tape. But yesterday they uh, rewrote the website and they said, oh, we didn't get much attention as we wanted. Ah. Oh God. Yeah, which yeah, sketch? Sketch, but I've seen people post some naked, like, naked pool party picture.
1: Uh, so, yeah, I so one. It was like all dudes and like three women who had their clothes on. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. like <laughs> I don't think that was it because it's just too funny. That's there's no way. Well,
0: maybe it is. Maybe they don't need to take off their clothes. <laughs> I'm yeah, that's just kidding. Just that's <laughs> what's uh, the kinkiness to
1: it? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on in this
6: world. It's, yeah, it's. Anyways, moving on. (laughs) What's the next
2: (laughs) one? (laughs) Okay.
6: But yeah, this, this article talks about her and, uh, the things that she's done and, um, you know, um, it doesn't. She she ran Almeda or whatever it was, right? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. She did. She did. And actually it's kind of funny because when they put her in that position, she said that she was kind of, and I read this in an article, she was kind of worried because she was uh, going to be made to take giant decisions that she wasn't ready to take. <laughs> and she didn't have to do that in the in, in the position that she has before. So she was put in a position that she couldn't really handle, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And she said, there are a lot of people who are very smart, but aren't good necessarily at the messy world of trading, especially crypto. Carolyn Ellison. <laughs> that sucks, you know. Mm. Yeah, playing with people's money is not a joke. It's, so, it's, you know, we could talk about this endlessly, honestly. Yeah, not-
1: and it's really not, a, it's the same old story. It's the same as Mount God. It's just the different characters. It's, it's you know, I, I hate people that actually had money on there. I feel really bad for them, but it's really the <laughs> same old story. This is nothing new, so. It's just the bigger I, it might be the biggest one we've ever we ever do see right but this might be peak idiocy in terms of people getting wiped out on an exchange like this I don't know maybe maybe it would have to be like a coinbase goes down or something, but I don't really see that happening so this this might be peak idiocy and then people start to understand
6: and move away from decentralized ex- exchanges mm-hmm Peak when it comes to not only that, but all the drugs and all the things that I've been doing. So the package altogether and the Democrats and yeah, 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 yeah. it's like nothing.
1: The greed, the greed. Oh my God. Crazy. Keep going. Keep going.
6: Yeah. But talking about crazy Cardano is going to release their own private mm-hmm. blockchain. And let, let's hear what he has to say about Monero and Zcash. We
3: looked at Monero and Zcash and all these other things, and we're like, oh, fuck those guys. We could do so much better.
6: Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck those guys, right? Fuck those Monero people. Fuck, fuck those Zcashers. People have been actually commenting like, all right, we'll see Midnight Project in 2028, <laughs> because they're not known for delivering projects necessarily fast. But the thing... And
1: then the, uh, the Monero Twitter came out
6: pretty strong against it. They didn't. Do you have they some tweets? So but listen, it. how can you say that? How can you be on stage and say, fuck those guys? What? <laughs> yeah, what's up with that? How can you say that? So, but the reason why the Monero Twitter came so hard on them and I am too and everybody else is because so Cardano is launching a new privacy blockchain and token. Okay. Uh, Charles Hoskinson, CEO of the firm that's behind Cardano, says the network will strive to preserve privacy while giving access to regulators and auditors. So, backdoor. Yeah, this is ridiculous. why people don't like it.
1: Yeah. But it's crazy that there's a whole group of people on Twitter that are like, awesome, that sounds like a great idea. It's the perfect balance between, you know, being yeah. having privacy and being able to not get booted off of exchanges. Like, so, you know. Forget what I said before about peak idiocy being reached. <laughs> it's just, you know, like, the sheeple are just, it's, it's greed. It's still, it's greed. It's mostly greed. Uh, people just kind of, like, trying to ignore it in their minds, because whatever, they own a lot of Cardano or something, or they, yeah. see, you know, but that's not going to work out.
6: But yeah, Monero, what, what, do you have some of the Monero tweets? They came up <laughs> pretty hard. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll pull them up in a second. But what I do want to mention, so, The firm behind the Cardano blockchain, Input Output Global, is releasing a new privacy-focused blockchain called Midnight and a token called Dust to accompany the new network. Now, I'm not sure if the name Dust for the privacy token is because of, like, oh, there's Dust and you can see who's behind it or that is going to go to Dust. (laughs) 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 it <laughs> it's, it's going to be either one of the two, but it goes into, into details and how they needed something different, something that is not so complicated. And we came up with midnight for the people that are on Twitter space. I'm showing the, the midnight website right now. Uh, it says design for developers built for humanity. Midnight will be a data protection-based blockchain that safeguards sensitive commercial and personal data, protecting fundamental freedoms of association, commerce, and expression for developers, companies, and individuals. This guy is just
1: another one of those figures that has this, like, eerie, evil vibe to him, right? It is. All the projects he works on.
6: Oh, my God, I can't even find Monero first. It's all this... I want to pull up what Monero said about it. Oh, there we go. And then I do have one. I want to play this. It's from June, but it just shows what he's thinking of, and also the, the comments are insane. Uh, but we'll play this in a second. Let, let's go back to uh, Monero. Monero. The Monero.com
1: Twitter has been tweeting a lot more. I think right. It's like somebody somebody new t- took over
6: the the Twitter there. <laughs> <back. laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I think it's in a... This means nothing. I'm sorry you were conned by marketing. I've seen it. Yeah. Ah, uh, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, oh. They said the backdoor specifically. Gotta draw the line somewhere reasonable. The privacy. Anything with backdoor isn't a threat. Backdoor. Yeah, so... I mean, they, they've they been public about it. Uh but what I do want to play, um, I want to play a, just a tiny bit, like the first thirty seconds of his video, because he talks about um, crypto and how it should be regulated. So let's uh, hear him talk about it. It's from June twenty
3: third.
1: Comments that any of you may have on of the twenty thousand cryptos. There's an echo. How
4: you determine who?
6: There's an echo. Yeah. Did I have this echo before?
0: No. No. Nah,
6: only when you play the video.
0: Yeah, just to play the video.
6: That's weird.
1: Um, should be regulated.
2: There you go.
3: It's
0: good. I just muted you. Yeah, that's why. Right. Go.
3: Well, uh, one of the powers of our industry is the fact that regulation can become algorithmic. Um, so you don't have to think, well, which person's going to sit down and look at this big pile? Uh, think of the IRS and tax returns. We could quadruple the size of the IRS, we still couldn't audit every single American. It's just not possible. And so what you have to do is say, what tools do we have at our, our capability? And what's magical about cryptocurrencies is that in the transactions themselves, they can carry metadata, they can carry identity, uh, rule makers and policy makers can take a step back and say, well, these are the things that work we care about, and we can make sure inside the systems that uh, those things don't settle and clear until those things are present.
6: People actually cheer this thing, and they say, oh, thank you so much for representing the crypto community and being out there. This is exactly what we don't want. We don't want metadata in their hands, but it shows what his intentions are. So we'll see where that's going to go. In in the future, but I I bet it's gonna. He's
1: clearly not on the side of true digital cash. Like that's very clear. So, I mean, he's building something. Unfortunately, you know, these things he builds, you know, uh, attracts a lot of users and investors. So it's it's kind of unfortunate, but Monero marches on, marches on.
6: Yeah. Whoa, epic. Whoa. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Well, it's 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 crazy, but yeah. But let's uh, let's talk about Twitter now. Well, guess who's back? Jordan Peterson is back. Andrew Tate is back. Oh my God. He had a hundred thousand followers yesterday. Wow. That's insane. And, uh, Trump may be back. Uh, Elon Musk made a poll. There's 52% votes for Trump and 47% against him coming back what, on, the, on the What's platform. the
1: current amount of votes in? 52% pro. No, 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 the amount, like, amount of people that voted. No, no, no.
6: Is...
5: 12 million,
1: wow. 12 million, wow. That's insane. 12 million. It's, said, like, it's super cool that he just threw it up there as a poll. <laughs> I think that that's funny. But he shouldn't have been, a, like, it shouldn't have been a no-brainer to begin with. Like, why is he hesitating to add a political figure to what he's calling the ultimate free speech platform? Like, there's no... Uh, more important form of speech than political speech, whether or not you agree with the guy. I and mean, yeah. like, why? Why was there a hesitation to add him? Like, I don't really get Elon, man. I don't really get what his principles are. Another, like, I don't really understand where he stands.
6: I don't know, but he's not really following Vox Populi, Vox Day. Um, oh, uh, someone said that Babylon, Babylon bees back. Uh, yes, they're back as well. So we'll get into the freedom of speech in a second uh Ligman and Johnson are back if you guys know them <laughs> from the no. pre- previous episode so the the week that Elon bought Twitter he fired a lot of people and these two individuals were sitting in front of Twitter they were just trolling they weren't actually working for Twitter but they had a box with their headphones and oh yeah I've seen these gadgets so, yeah 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 so <laughs> they actually came back to Twitter just to hang Well out they with them.
1: did it, they did it for another fiasco too right what was the original thing they did it for was it uh I forget only Twitter. They did it for twitter again no they did it for something else recently as a meme i forget what it was oh uh, ftx no nah,
6: maybe maybe it's ftx yeah 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 I, think so. <laughs> yeah I don't think it was him i think it was someone that that looked like him That oh, was it i don't know <laughs> yeah yeah because it kind of looked yeah i different. can't keep up with that shit it was just funny but uh, let's talk about the freedom of speech part so New Twitter policies, freedom of speech, but not freedom of reach. Negative hate tweets will be maxed, deboosted, demonetized, so no ads or other revenue to Twitter. You won't find a tweet unless you specifically seek it out, which is no different from the rest of the internet. Uh, Kathy Griffin, Jordan Peterson, Jordan Peterson and Babylon B Bee have been reinstated. Trump decision has not yet been made. So, yeah, some people said bring back uh, Alex Jones, to which he said the firm no. <laughs> Um, so it's, I I don't know, but regard, like Twitter was really bad before. So I think it's trending at least in a way better position than what it was before. I mean, you can't make it worse than what it, what it used to be at least. So yeah,
1: 100%.
6: Yeah. But it's getting better, I think. So I I don't know, but I I agree with, with what you said. Why, why think so much about getting Trump back. I mean, I don't like any of them, but... I mean, it seems like what? he should
1: have some policy set, so it shouldn't be like a question, right? It's like... it should. Mm-hmm. And, and to leave it... it like, it's, it is cool that he does a poll, right? But also, yeah. a poll is kind of a dangerous concept, right? Because that's saying we're leaving it up to the masses. And the whole point, the whole reason why protecting free speech is so important, because you have to protect the minority and the minority view. Uh, and, you know, the controversial view. So if everybody sits there and votes against it and there's only, you know, whatever, 10 percent that are saying yes to some person, that's the whole point. The whole point of free speech is that you let the uh, the marketplace uh, decide in terms of the ideas of what somebody's saying. Right. Not mm-hmm. not. not deleting the person themselves so yeah. it's kind of the antithesis of free speech he's saying let's leave it open to the majority to decide if this guy could even talk as opposed to letting him let letting people put their ideas out there and then letting the free flow of the marketplace of ideas decide which ideas move forward and don't and then the whole thing with freedom of speech versus freedom of reach that's interesting as long as i mean it sounds like you yeah. know Certain people will be punished in terms of reach, Um, so it could effectively turn into the same thing. I don't, I don't know how they're doing that. That's that's interesting. So it's like you'll be able to to be on here and tweet anything, but they'll they'll dampen the effect of of your reach if it's something that they, uh, whatever for whatever reason.
6: Believe it's something that shouldn't be spread, right? Yeah, I hope it's not going to be Monero because then we'll all get like one like and that'll be from it. From oh,
1: right. It's like you're back to, you like, you
6: know, you have speech, but you just never, nobody's ever going to see your tweets. Yeah. You can talk, but to the yourself. Doge going to the moon. Yeah. Doge to the moon. You can talk to yourself. <laughs> so, but, and allegedly, Twitter has never been as busy as it has been at 1 a.m. in this picture. <laughs> so, He's getting people back back in in the office, and that's him talking to this group of people about how amazing. they should buy Monero. He is an oh,
1: amazing CEO. This guy, he's insane.
6: He runs so many companies. Also, <laughs> it's crazy. But to see like the moves he's
1: making at Twitter in real time, guys, amazing. Yeah, and he's having fun.
6: Yeah. <laughs> also, but yeah. So, and Kim.com tweeted having another look at Monero. When I first saw this, I thought he said have another look at Monero, but now I double-read it again. He said, no, having, like, he's having another look at Monero, which is which is awesome. I've, I've been waiting for this week for a long time. How many yeah, um, likes it again? get? Come on, Kim. Almost 4K. Come on, Kim. Like, it's the top comment, I think. Come on. Like, just read it. <laughs> I, uh, maybe he saw it, you know, maybe. I just said,
1: hey, Kim, would you be interested in doing an episode of Monero? Talk, yeah.
6: Yeah. I, I think know. maybe That's he fun. saw it. Yeah who knows right now yeah but it'll be cool if we we'll get his attention at some point i think so i think so as well but uh justin tweeted something from magic grants so he said and i quote i'm extremely excited about this one the magic monero fund committee listened to the community concerns about using gofundme and they set up a completely FOSS crowdfunding platform to accept donations in xmr bitcoin and credit slash debit i'm really proud this website is a campaign donation tracker that works with Monero, Bitcoin and credit slash debit. So definitely go and, and check it out. It's um, so far there's two. No, there's more projects. No, just two so far. So go check it out, donate and uh, post your own project and help in some way. Now I want to talk about TorChain and Monero. So Tor Maximalist tweeted, in my opinion, my, yeah, in my opinion, uh, Torchain is one of the most important pro, projects for humanity's freedom. The easy thing would be to walk away from crypto here. I took the decision to buckle my seatbelt and double down. Moving all my nose to bare metal ASAP, Monero is the missing puzzle piece. Now Zimbabwe and Venezuela citizens live under tyrannical regimes. Crypto adoption there is high. We need to use the spirit to get the infrastructure ready. When it's needed, DeFi will be here, so uh, there's been talks about chain and and Monero, and um, I don't know. Hopefully, we'll we'll see that one day. Hopefully, I'm, I'm not sure. If not, that's that's a bit questionable, you know. But I hope that we'll we'll see it one day. Then I want to talk about an article from CoinDesk in regards to EU plans and privacy coins. So, p- privacy-enhancing crypto coins could be banned under EU. EU plans. Um, Crypto providers could be forbidden from touching the likes of Monero or Dash under proposed government amendments to anti-money laundering rules. So (laughs) the thing is, Monero is already not on a lot of exchanges. So we'll see even if they, it's in the talks currently. So we'll see if it ever is going to be mandated. And if it's going to, we'll see how it's going to actually affect uh, Monero, but let's see a couple of things, uh, from the article. The plans from Czech officials who are chairing talks among EU governments on the proposed law would represent the latest nail in the coffin for anonymous means of payment following the new rules agreed over the summer. Um, credit institutions, financial institutions and crypto asset service providers shall be prohibited from keeping an anonymity enhancing coins. said a legislative draft seen by CoinDesk dated November 9th. Which has been circulated to the blocks other twenty six member states for comments. The ban on privacy coins which prevent snooping into blockchain activities intended to mirror one on Anonymous instruments such as bear shares and anonymous accounts that was included in the original bill proposal. Oh yeah, um, in their parallel like, amendments uh, to the bill, lawmakers at the European Parliament have zeroed in on the processing of dirty money via the metaverse, decentralized finance, and non-fungible tokens. The bill must be agreed by both the con- Council and the European Parliament to pass into law. So, oh yeah, and in, in August, the US Treasury imposed sanctions on Ethereum-based privacy to tornado cash, which is said was used to raise money for North Korea's weapons program. Well, the dollar was used for a lot of nefarious actions as well. So th- these are just excuses to um to just try to ban um or minimize the usage of uh, privacy privacy coins, which we'll see how that's going to play out with uh, Monero eventually and uh <laughs> what measures they're going to enforce after they see that. These, I, want, I mean,
1: people- I would love to hear maybe in the spaces if people have any insight into this. Like, how, how real is this? How uh, how likely is it that this will actually be instituted? I know it's like the beginning phases, right? They're talking about it. It was even leaked. Privacy hazard could be but the crypto provider would be, uh, It was like leaked information. Just curious, how likely this is? You know, do you have, do we
6: have insight into that yet? Not that I've seen, no, but. Uh, yeah, so we can talk about this more on the spaces. Yeah, not that I've seen. No, no. But um no, not not that I've seen. But now let's talk about um C B D C and what they really want to push. Uh the New York Fed launches twelve week C B D C pilot program with major banks. Banking giants including BNY Mellon. City, U.S. Bank, and Wells Fargo will be issuing tokens and settling transactions through simulated central bank reserves as part of the pilot. They are experimenting with it. They try to see if it's going to improve the speed costs and access to cross-border wholesale payments, which, of course, is going to be, like, this system is horrible at the moment. If you um, if you try to send money across the world, it's horrible. It takes a couple of days, uh, high fees. Uh, you might not even be able to do it. So, of course, that this is a good solution just now there's cbdc what i what i do like is is when i say things as the following um federal regulators in the united states have not reached any consensus on whether to launch a digital dollar in the country uh, but agencies and those in the private sector have been exploring the possibility i like how they're playing the card of ah we're not sure if it's going to happen but we're playing with it, it kind of reminds me of Rishi Sunak and how the prime minister of uh, britain and how he said that, uh, yeah, you'll have your CBDC and then you have cash as well. So don't worry about it. Uh, we might take it away one day. Of course they will. But don't worry. And just like they say, oh, don't worry about CBDC. We're just, we're just testing. It might not come out. Of course it's going to come out. It's just a play of words. And I hope that the, the day it will come. We'll see Monero back in the top five just as it used to be in 2016. I'm showing a chart over here. Uh, Bitcoin was number one, Ethereum number two. Ripple was on third place. Litecoin fourth. And Monero on the fifth. And it was only (laughs) $6.9. In 2016. So hopefully it's going to be top five. Maybe top three. And at a way bigger price than uh, $6. And what it is uh, right now. Definitely, man. Definitely.
1: Definitely, for sure. Just going back, yeah, to the uh, the European Parliament trying to pass. It says the bill must be agreed by both the Council and the European Parliament to pass into law. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any, anybody that has insight into that,
6: please, please jump on when we uh, open it up. For sure, for sure. Uh, but other than that, that was it. That was the whole. Uh, that's all I had for for this week. Again, uh, the links are in the description. For the people that are on the Twitter space, make sure that you go on YouTube if you do want to see the visuals as well. And right. yeah, if you ever have anything to, to share, please add me on Telegram or on Twitter or anywhere and just uh, send me a link and maybe we'll we'll cover it. There's so many things happening. It's kind of hard to to keep track. Like, there's, I could have had double the amount of links and it still would have been like this 1% of all the things happening. <laughs>
1: No. End- endless news. Endless news. <laughs> you just slipped away. To- slipped away to the bathroom as you were filming. I, to- I had to throw a pen. You <laughs> threw a
0: pen. Oh. I was like, what just happened? To knock
1: on the door.
0: What we do back. for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> now I got to so go run. Have, now we got to
1: go run and do a family uh, activity while keeping the space going. So, yeah, let's, let's move on to the right. special the- guest.
0: The Monerotopia and- guest segment is sponsored by Cake Wallet. Store, send, receive, and exchange your Monero and Bitcoin safely on iOS and Android too. Cake Wallet is open source, and you always control your own keys.
1: Hey, what's going on, man? All right, I think we smoothly transitioned over. Sydney is it still playing on the other thing, on the YouTube?
9: Personally, um, I'm trying to make um, a directory uh, for... Um, for um, making uh, Monero a new buy, uh, for getting in Monero. So um, at the start, I made a um, Telegram uh, channel, but uh, with a uh, recent uh, restriction, I uh, decided to make uh, an IPFS, IPFS uh, file to uh, have the, the possibility to distribute it to uh, many nodes and uh, decentralize the it. And uh, now I'm trying to make it um user-friendly uh, for uh, having uh, beautiful links and uh, not having uh, something um, too uh, brutal.
1: Wow, man! All right, I, I I did not know you were working
5: on uh, such such a big project. Can you give us a little bit more of your background? Like, how'd you get into Monero?
9: Um, personally, uh, I got into uh, into Monero because um, I discovered uh, the darknet, etc. So, um, I discovered it because uh, I, I was in uh, in networking, and uh, when I say I, I saw uh, Monero, I don't really understand uh, what is this knew uh, bitcoin, the, but uh, I didn't uh, knew uh, Monero. and uh, when I uh, discovered that uh, he gives you uh, privacy anonymity, uh, transactions are near from uh, immutable. So uh, it's pretty secure, and uh, I liked uh, I liked it, and uh, it's pretty uh, Monero killed me. <laughs> did you Did you
1: start off as like a Bitcoiner, or with with other cryptos that you that you found, and then you made your way to Monero?
9: Yeah, I started uh, with uh, Bitcoin. I have uh, I had uh, some problems uh, that also uh, led me to uh, Monero. But uh, I didn't uh, really get into um, a lot of uh, alt- altcoins because um, my uh, use case of cryptocurrency is uh, having money. And uh, by using uh, Monero, I already have um, a such good money, so uh, I didn't uh, need it more.
1: Awesome, man. Awesome. And so k- describe to me again the project you're working on. I was I was a little distracted when you first first pitched it. And if you can dumb it down a little bit. What- What exactly
9: is it you're working on? It's a giant uh, directory where uh, you have um, official Monero links with uh, 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 getMonero.org, the Monero Pedia, uh, the uh, John uh, Faust newsletter. And um, after this, I made um, some section to uh, present Monero, uh, list Monero uh, wallets, uh, list um, Monero exchange. List uh, how to make a node. Uh, list also um, on a mining section. I, I really uh, listed everything to um, to get in Monero, especially uh, with um, social network groups and forums. Awesome man, awesome. What what's the name of the website? Uh, the website uh, I don't have um, a domain name. You can have the link in uh, my bio. But uh, if you want to uh, see the channel in Telegram the handle is uh, monero how to.
1: Beautiful. What do you think man? You think you might come to uh, Monerotopia in Mexico?
9: I would like but uh, I don't know um, how can I manage this but uh, why not?
1: <laughs> yeah, we'd love to have you man. We'd love to have you. I know you're you're always dropping a lot of uh base knowledge on Twitter. You're doing a good job at that. Thanks you. Anybody else want to want to come up and in, in, in chat, Tony? I'll, I'll add you right now. So we'll we'll move to the you know the general viewers on stage. So anybody that wants to talk about what we're talking about today or anything else you want to bring up, Monero related, let's keep the convo going. Hold on, I'm a, I'm a little new at this. I'm gonna try to start adding people. Gombat, let me add.
6: Awesome, awesome.
1: Gombat, I already uh, sent you a request or whatever, gave you uh, co-host access. If you want to accept that. Awesome. Hey, uh, we, got other people, we got other people requesting here. X red adding him.
2: Awesome.
1: Yeah. Anybody else that wants to come on up? Anybody that has any info on, you know, what the European parliament was looking to pass? I'd love to get some insight into how real that is. Or likely. XRed, what's going on? You requested? Oh, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Uh, there you
10: go. Hi there. Uh, hello, everyone. I don't have much to say except that I just want to thank you about everything you've done for this community. XMR is one of the few, you know, real true projects for the people uh, on that ecosystem. So it's pretty good to see, you know, the sharing we, we see inside. Uh, nothing much more to see, except that I just invite everyone to just follow the account of the, you know, the last speaker, Eric DuPomoretti, as uh, we talk uh, each other a few times, and I can just warranty you he he know the, the subject he's just talking about, and uh, there is a lot, lot, lot to learn if you if you follow him, just that, and uh, keep going.
1: Uh, I'm sensing a, a similar accent. You get you guys know each other from. From where you grew up?
10: Mm, not really. Yeah,
1: we are
9: French accents. <laughs> are,
1: are there, are there Monero meetups where you guys are?
9: Oh, sorry, uh, we don't uh, understand.
1: Do you guys host Monero meetups where, where you're from? Where are you guys from? If you don't if you don't want to say it, no, no worries, but if you, if you're, if you're willing to, just curious if you host Monero meetups.
9: Uh, we, uh, live, uh, in France, but, um, personally, I would like to, create uh, Monero meetups. But uh, with a uh, recent um, move of uh, Europe, I don't want to make uh, <laughs> Monero meetups uh, in Europe because uh, I don't know uh, how, it, uh, how it could uh, go. But uh, yes, uh, if we could make, uh, make some, uh, we would make, uh, make, uh, make them. Yeah.
10: Awesome. Yeah, I would just add uh, definitely. I think it's the next step for Monero in, uh, you know, in Europe. Thing is, as you know, is a complicated subject, as we just got to go maybe who just will be behind us. And <laughs> as you know, is a mouse and cat games. So we have to be, you know, carefully on that. But, uh, yes, definitely. Why not in the, in the future?
6: Uh, well, also Mon- Monero, you want to tell the people, uh, about our little projects, uh, project with the stickers?
10: Okay. So I'll, I'll
6: say it. So essentially I'll, I'm going to buy a lot of, uh, Monero stickers. And then um I we're gonna try um uh, me and Monero to to print some of his stickers with links to his website so that um people can see the Monero logo and then they can actually scan a QR code and it'll be redirected to a website where they can learn uh about Monero and how he can pend it and, and all this stuff. So we're working on that right now. <laughs> Beautiful. Bring bring oh. some
1: stickers to uh, Mexico City. I see. I see Mano. Mano, come on up. Yeah, man. sure. In a while.
2: <laughs> Mano, you <season>.
1: got uh, <laughs> BTC. You requested to speak. What's going on, man?
8: Hello, guys. Yeah, I just want to ask you just a little question. How do you introduce Monero to people? Um, we are not on
5: in the ecosystem crypto. You know.
1: How do we? Um, how do we onboard people? Is what you said.
5: Yeah, or do you offer this Monero to people uh, who are not on um, crypto?
1: If I understand your question correctly, I think you're just asking, like, how do we get somebody new into, into Monero? Yeah, yeah,
9: so getting um, somebody yeah. in, uh, in Monero, yes.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I do it on a daily basis, you know. I, I just do it in my day-to-day when I'm making transactions out in the real world, Uh particularly with tips to try to get people to accept Monero for tips. And, and as I do it, I obviously explain in, you know, an elevator pitch, uh, what Monero is, what crypto is, and essentially describe it as, as digital cash and get them to download usually Monero.com wallet on the spot. Send them some Monero in the form of a tip. People that accept, uh, in New York City now, I do it for people that like are, are vending and selling things. I do, I do it all over. I mean, even in Mexico, I, uh, I probably onboarded. I don't know, at least ten people, Yeah, because we had the five people alone for that were doing the looms, I mean, and then in my day to day like I was getting like at least two people, I would just tip people, so, yeah, that's how I do it, you know, it's just just talk to people, it's money uh who who doesn't want free money, right, especially if you're doing the form of a tip, right, like. Like, you have people that might be apprehensive and think it's a scam, right? Like, I run into that in New York a little bit because just the New York attitude. You know, everybody thinks, like, everybody's a scammer. But by and far, the majority of people are, are willing to uh, to take it, definitely. And now with um, the gift card feature in Cake and Monero.com, it really makes it an easy sell. Uh, even for purposes of, you know, accepting it as, you know, not just tip, but as payment. So if you find like a small vendor somewhere, you know, anywhere you are in the world, there's small, like, that's actually one of the things that I love about Mexico, the amount of vendors that are just out there on the streets, uh, you know, basically small little business people that are, you know, whatever it is, you know, there's a million of taco stands, different types of foods, people just selling everything out on the streets. It's like an endless marketplace. And, you know, any of those people you talk to, you try to get them to accept Monero. Now that the gift card thing is, is coming to, I heard is might be, is might go global now. I think they're adding 30 countries. Kate can jump in and talk about that if they want. They were talking about it the other day. I don't think we know which countries, but the point I'm trying to make is now it's like super easy, right? So that person's on the street, tell them about Monero. And when they say, well, now what do I do with it? Well, you can go, whatever, you can go buy an Amazon gift card with Monero, or you can go to any one of these places to use it. Not super ideal in terms of what we're trying to do, in terms of building a Monero circular economy, but it's a, it's a current bridge, and it makes it kind of a no-brainer for people to be willing to accept it, especially small vendor. They want to make the sale, right? So if you say, eh, I'll buy something, but all they got on me is Monero. They're like, what? What's that? And then you explain it, and they're like, all right, they want to make the sale, and they know it's money, then
6: we'll take it. But yeah, that's anybody can do it anywhere. 100%. I was going to say, <laughs> when we were in, uh, on the beach in Miami, you, you use that line and this guy was walking by selling alcohol. And then he said, Oh, sorry, man. I only have, uh, Monero. And then he came by and he's like, what is that? <laughs> and oh, I think my, I think my friend knows. He's like, Hey, come here, come here. They talked about something Monero or something. And then yeah, yeah. Oh, you guys know Monero. <laughs> and then we got him to, to accept Monero. Doug, so he got to accept. He got like six people to accept Monero in the span of like 30 minutes. Remember when we were on, uh, by the, uh, muscle beach and then we got uh, the coconut guy and all the other people. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 You just have to honestly, it's not really complicated. Um, just, uh, maybe talk to your friends that don't know about it and mention it briefly. Like Monero is a private coin. No one knows how much money you have. What do you do with it? Here, I'll, I'll, I'll give you like $10. And you can also buy um, a gift card with it. And uh, just like uh, Doug said, yeah, sure. It's not ideal. It's not peer to peer. But for now, it, it's it's awesome. I, I like it. And it makes it so much easier to sell it to people. Because you can just say, I'll send you some Monero. And then usually they ask, what can I do with it? Like If you're just sending me some free money, can I do anything with it? And now you can, and you can actually tell them, yeah, just go with Subway, go to Adidas, Nike, whatever, and spend it. It's a lot easier now.
1: I see, yeah, cake felt up.
11: Cake, you want to chime in here? Yeah, this is Justin. Um, I mean, obviously I'm biased because I worked on getting a cake pay thing set up, but I think that, um, I think that telling people, yes, you can easily get gift cards and stuff with your Monero makes it easy for people to circle the value back. Um, you know, mm-hmm. and there's of course other options. Hopefully people specifically spend Monero as well. But I, I think it really makes it easier to, for people to be willing to accept Monero. And if you want, I can go through and answer questions on what we will be able to support because uh because Vic tilt, you know ticked her hand off earlier.
10: <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. So just uh just expose right there. As the best case to just uh you know um broadcast Monero is the using value. And there is actually really few blockchains that can be, you know, explained as easily. The narrative is good, as you can just compare it as cash. And um, what's blocking, you know, the mass, you know, people to just jump in blockchain, most of the times is how they can just, you know, make the conversion on the real goods. And uh, most of them doesn't really see, you know, the the, the money value behind. So before red pillings, anyone with nodes and things like that, the best thing, as I just described, is the you know the using using value, and uh, that's why cash wallet and the, the gift cards and even the you know the 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 card you can spend even on internet can be good. As the example give you uh, Uber Blue is great when someone will just easily you know uh, understand he can just you know transfer it just by you know application on the phone. He can just tell other friends easily better than Bitcoin than other, which will require maybe most knowledge. And uh, I think that clearly the, you know, the key is to just uh, introduce Monero.
1: Yeah. For, I mean, for me, the, what makes it easy is, I mean, obviously I'm biased here, but it feels good um, onboarding people to Monero because you're leading them in the right direction. Right. So. I think we could say that with Ernest around here. Like if you're going to onboard somebody to a crypto, you might as well onboard them to Monero, right? Cause it's, 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 it's going to ultimately lead to, to get things more individual liberty. So it's like you're not just out there shilling some shitty project. Uh, so, you know, you can be out there and do it with pride. I mean, unless, you know, like I said, unless, unless I'm just blinded by, by my own bias here, but that certainly makes it more convincing when you're out there and you're talking from your heart about why this is an important technology. People tend to listen. Man, oh, man, speaking speaking of uh speaking from your heart, we got we got Mano Crypto. What's going on, man?
5: Hey brother Douglas, how are you man? <laughs> Good man. Always always love to hear your voice. I always love to hear your voice, brother. Wow, I'm so happy it's a long time, long time, very long time ago. So uh yeah, I was, I was, I, I heard you say something about, uh, the regulations in, yeah. in Europe. And, uh, yeah, I'm following it a little bit, you know, and, uh, um, what I saw was that, uh, it was again an, an anonymous source, you know, so, uh, what they are doing right now is that, that they just, you know, they weaponize the word regulation against us, you know, so people get scared. It's like everything now in this bear market. They, they, they try to scare us, making us fear, but uh, again, no, no real, uh, uh Development, uh, what what they're going to do, how are they going to ban us? How you know? It's, so I think the word is more important here than than the actions they want 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 to do uh, about it. You know, and again, it's going to be very interesting because if they are going to do it, you know, exchanges have to remove the XMR uh, XMR if if it's forbidden. So then we're going to see that if if uh, Monero is really suppressed by them because uh, we say that. Uh, most people think that uh, Monero is uh, created out of thin air in the, on their exchanges. So if if they have to remove XMR, it should it should normally explode in do- dollar terms, you know. So it's going to be very interesting if it's true, and uh, they're going to do it. <coughs> What, what do you, you think know? the likelihood is? Like, what, what's your
1: feel in terms of? I, 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 I think
5: on the moment, I, on the moment, it's just bullshit because we're already in a bear market. You know, it's just about making us scared. You know, that, that, that that's the real, on this moment, it's the, the most, the, mo- the the imp- most important point is to scare us, you know, to scare people away from privacy projects, from privacy coins like uh, Monero. That's, that's on, I think on the moment, that's more important than, then the word itself, because on the end it will come. They will, they will come with regulations. But now in this moment, uh, if you see who is uh, posting it, it's, it's again a, an anonymous source that has leaked uh, the, this, this new rules. I think it's just like always, because it's not the first time they say this, you know, it's just uh, recycling some new, old news. And again, the, the community takes it, uh, and yeah, but I think it dis- didn't really help a lot. But uh, for me, it's, it's, it's 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 interesting to see that when they are going to do it, you know, if you have to understand that that if they are doing it, Binance have to remove it, uh Kucoin have to remove it, and you know, we, we the most people in the community already think that they are, are 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 fucking with us, you know. So so I think that you know that that is going to be a very interesting to see what is going to happen.
1: Yeah, I mean I I told it's bullish. No matter what, right? Yeah. It's bullish in, yeah. in terms of price for reasons you're talking about. And it's bullish yeah. in terms of moving, moving the industry further in the direction of a true crypto ecosystem where we're yeah, yeah, for, forced to live, be, live yeah, in a way that crypto is meant to be used.
5: Exactly. Because a real cryptocurrency of the people, it, it's normal that it's hated by governments because well, if, if they will, if they like our cryptocurrency, something is wrong, you know, because they, they never want to have, have uh, that we have control about their own money. You know, they they, they don't ne- never ever going to accept that. You know, you see them with all day screaming about Bitcoin. This, uh, they are not scared of Bitcoin. They don't care about Bitcoin. They control Bitcoin from all sides. You know, till uh, till t- 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 mining point two. You know, they they, they uh, money is totally different. They they, they that, that's why it's very bullish to see that 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 they want to regulate us and to uh, try to you know new rules because it works because we see it works. It's important, you
1: know. Bro, am I gonna am I gonna see you at Monero uh, Monerotopia in in Mexico? What do you think?
5: <laughs> man, I, I'm I am literally on the other side, but I swear I hate flying, man. I ah, I, oh, I that's that. It. Yeah, I
1: I heard that actually. So it's not yeah, about I, it's I, not <laughs> about the location. So we we gotta literally it, do it down your block. You to get, get go. <laughs> <laughs> no, if I come
5: if I can, what? With car, it's okay, but I, I swear, bro, I, I, I hate, I so much hate flying. I piss my pants, I shit my pants, you know, it's, 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 uh, it's even if people cannot understand it, it's like a horror movie for me, man, I swear. You just, it's you no know, story, you, just gotta, you gotta take some meds, you gotta take some meds before you get on <laughs> yeah. and then you laugh. Yeah, I had to, I think I had to take some crack something, something like that, because, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it, it, it's really bad, it's, it's no joke, you know, it's, it, it's actually, a handicap, you know. I, I, I don't because I can. I cannot go to the beautiful places. I see places on the internet. I think, man, I want to go there, but uh, you know, this plane stop me. It, 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 yeah, it's uh, really annoying. It's Is it really just annoying. that you're, you're? Are you like claustrophobic, or you just have like yeah. a, a real fear that something's gonna happen? Like what's like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm i not scared of the heights. I'm scared. Of, you know, I'm think. I'm thinking like you know. But well, maybe we go to. Maybe we go to to sh- go to the down to the earth. You know i'm so scared of flying i want to sit next to the pilot uh, you know on his knee because otherwise i don't trust him. <laughs> it sounds like you just need I to fly it. your own plane man That's, yeah, yeah. Like you just want to be in control <laughs> uh, yeah yeah bro i need to yeah you know this is the only way if you know if i go down then it's my own fault
2: <laughs>
1: Dude, let's, let's talk about it man i would love to have you there maybe come to like be a speaker let's figure it out there's a way there's a way yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, see, I, swear, uh, I, I see
5: swear, people bro, I swear I want to come so, 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 I, I always following the, the online and stuff, but it's not, not the feeling that I'm really there, you know, and the whole, yeah. co- the whole point power community, they love Monero, you know, everyone loves Monero, you know, everybody wants, they say, if you come, I come, we come, we all come, you know, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's this thing, you know, uh, it's a little bit, uh, it's a little bit uh, annoying, it's really annoying, but uh, I hope, I hope, uh, you know, that I can win this uh, battle. Yeah, man, you, you have a strong following. I meet a
1: lot of people that like that know you. Yes, yeah, so we'd, we'd love to get you over there somehow, some way. Yeah, uh, I, so I see, uh, Eric. What's going on, man? you uh, X Red, Gandab, Whoever
5: wants to jump in first?
9: Yeah, um, I wanted to um, reply a, a little bit uh, about the um, the restriction of uh, Europe. Uh, personally, I uh, take it I take it a bit seriously. Because uh, they always wanted to to do that. Personally, it's uh, something I uh, really uh, waited because it's uh, bullish. Uh, we know about that, but uh, we need to uh, educate people about choosing uh, local Monero, about choosing uh, Nokia YC for acquiring um, Monero. We need to learn them um, about choosing To so uh, they can uh, they can use uh, Monero. Wait, uh, without, uh, be, um, watched or something. Because, uh, if we, if we don't, uh, change anything, uh, some, uh, new buys uh, will be, uh, doxed, et cetera.
1: Definitely, man. Great points, great points. X-Red, what's going on? Would you want to shine me with?
10: Yeah, yeah, I just wanna try to explain it, you know, simply. And I think most of them are maybe, you know, really aware about what's coming, but, you have to keep in mind we are in a systemic transition, which is not common, uh, you know, purpose, and uh, just arrive, uh, you know, a few times since the modern society. This current systemic transition is, you know, uh, a, a converts of wheels and money. I just send on the, you know, the chat just right there, good links. I invite everyone to check, which is CBDC tracker. It's, uh, you know, uh, the roadmaps with uh, a map, Worlds where everyone can just so from countries they lives. There is direct link to, you know, the central bank of the country and uh, the last, uh, you know, info and roadmap of from where are CBDCs in order to install. So the thing is this from the regulations. Uh, the roadmap from them is going to be hurry uh, until the next years as uh, there is... Currently for now on the North Country, there is three countries which is leading that way. Currently there is China, which already knows. In Europe, West there is France, which as most of you already know that is country that makes you know changing the world. I won't rebates about the, the, the declaration of you know rights human and things like that. And after there is also the Canada. And you know that Trudeau and Macron are directly coming from the West. I don't want to scare everyone right there, but yeah, it's a systemic transition, and the regulation will be there. As far as the roadmap are just coming, because when you know the cash will be completely digitally, there will be really few options to just let people uh, uh, go into monero without having the knowledge. And most of them will be OTC trades, which will be hard for you know non-knowing persons. I hope everyone just understands what I say. Uh, like I say, I don't want to scare everyone, but yeah, it's minds right now.
1: I just said, I just added the link so people could check it out. But basically, the link is showing the the evolution of central bank digital currencies around the world and where we're currently at with all of them.
10: Yeah, that's correct. It's uh, you know a map of the world where every country are listed. You have you know some legends in order to know where is currently the the deployments of the CBDCs. And when you just point your, you know, your mouse on it, you have direct links to, you know, the roadmaps from your country and direct link to, you know, the central bank from your country. For example, in France, you can have information that it's IBM, which is developing a technology and they don't, you know, hide themselves. They're clearly just writing that it's a blockchain called DL3A technology, which is, you know, a copy from an AMM. AMM is, you know, the currently day free market makers. So, you know, I, I, clearly invite everyone to just check on that because yeah, uh, until 2K23 just coming, the, 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 you know, the thing will just move faster and faster.
1: Excellent. How, how closely do you follow this? Are you constantly following this central bank
5: digital currency?
10: News. Yeah, I, you know, I'm just a little guy uh, living in Froglands. You just can't hear my voice. But, uh, you know, I like to just, uh, you know, track geopolitics since uh, I just 16. Uh, so I'm a bit older now. But, uh, yeah, I just do that by, you know, patience. And uh, let's say that, you know, the introduction to the blockchain on 2016 was, uh, you know, uh, a great point as the, the news is just on fire right now. And uh, you just have to just watch the CV, open the thing. I just link you to, you know, the news you just uh, talk us early about the, the possible monad- mandatory, which coming on the Vax Pass, which will be true in Europe in 2K25. To, to I have, you know, uh, insider source from that. And uh, there is currently, you know, Gov who just leading themselves to make this a reality. It will be a truth in a uh, few times. Before 2030, everything will be deployed. And it's fact, even if, you know, uh, we got lucky and there is a population, you know, revolutions. But I don't think about that, and the regulation is here for that. Make the scares in minds to just block them. And after, when everything is deployed, they will be really, really hard, I repeat myself, to just drop in if you don't have the knowledge. Um adding to that, that the, the internet is going to be kawaii and there is now lots of, lots of things which can be disappeared. I have, you know, really, really bad the feeling for the, the next futures. But like I say, I don't want to scare everyone.
1: <laughs> I don't think you are, man. I think you're talking to the right audience. I mean, it's good to be scared, right? That's the whole point. You should be scared. Uh That's why we're out here passionately. At least that's why I'm here, because there's a chance. Um, it's, it's a good Douglas, chance we can be it. Go ahead, Mano.
5: Sorry, sorry. I, I just have a, I have a question to uh, to Justin from Cake Wallet. Last week, I had a, I had a lesson with my uh, my uh, my uh, subscribers. I had a lesson with them about, uh, you know, about uh, keys because it's getting really important. They see the importance of uh, not your keys, not your coins. So I did a special lesson, and I choose Monero to. To learn them something about not your keys, not your coins. So the, normally I was a little bit skeptical. You know that I'm a little bit skeptical about Cake uh, Wallet, but actually it was uh, pretty good. So uh, my respect for that uh, for as well, because uh, they directly understood uh, the wallet. But I have I have some uh, one concern, and that is. Uh, like what, when when regulations come and they will come. I think the regulations already came for. for him. <laughs> I missed the important
1: question. <laughs>
5: but he he, he well, gave
1: he know? gave an endorsement to to cake. That, that that's big coming from that
6: I, I think they got off for him right now. Oh no! Can't even finish his sentence.
1: just got
2: him.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I gotta know what it is. <laughs> but actually, I think because uh, I was I was gonna ask the same. So I think what he was going to ask uh, until Mano figures out his situation. I think what he was going to ask. Uh Well, I think Cake is based in the U.S., but, you know, let's say the EU is going to uh push the regulations harsher and harsher, and then the U.S. is going to do the same. I think he was going to ask, how is Wallet going to handle Monero being listed? I don't know. I think maybe that.
11: Meadow, are you here? you want me to run with that one?
6: Yeah, might as well answer that one, too.
1: All
11: right. So, yeah, I mean, Vic and I live in the U.S., and we actually spun off the cake entity to be a Nevis entity. So that's the main one that you actually would uh, interact with for the actual terms of running the app. Basically it's open source. Don't sue us. If something goes wrong, you're not paying for an (laughs) SLA. It's basically the terms of service there, but yeah, I mean, regulators can try all sorts of different things. And to some extent, if like, if someone came to try and like jail the two of us, I mean, yes, we are people, right? So, it has to do about people making sure the code is widely available and that's why it's on GitHub. That's why it's MIT licensed. Should anything ever happen to cake the entity where we wouldn't be able to ourselves keep publishing it on the app store, you know, anybody can take the code and, and run with their own, run with their own software. And that's, that's the important part. So uh no, I guess it's not risk-free, right? Anyone could try to show, I mean, Regulators can always make really bad laws and then try and show up and say you can't publish open source wallet code. I mean, they can try to do that. I don't think it's going to be successful. At least in the US, we have protections against that compared to some other countries, but that's, that's ultimately why the, you know, cake wallet is open source and why, I mean, go, go fork the, the, go fork the repo right now and have your own copy of it, right? Download it offline and,
1: and then, you know, you always have cake. You get, you guys are doing God's work, man. Cake is kicking ass. It's amazing. Well, I'm
11: glad to know that the flow for onboarding was straightforward. That's very, very important to us. We're hey man, I, I do gotta,
1: I gotta tell you though, we did have an issue. I don't know if it was an internet thing, but I'd never really had the problem before. I was using Monero.com. This is when we were trying to onboard people in Mexico, uh, when we were upstairs in that, that, that sweatshop, <laughs> fucking sweating our asses off. And we got people that down, they were on Android and they downloaded Monero.com and two different people, I tried to send them a tip and when I went to read the wallet, it wasn't reading it as a, Mon- a Monero address. It was like saying, you know, not a Monero address when I scanned their, their QR code. Yeah, and that's, you. that is something that, um,
11: that bug made its way through, uh, for the 4.5, uh, release. We did a lot. So cake used to use folder two. And we upgraded to flutter 3 and that was a big project and it basically involved we needed to retest every single aspect of the application and one of the things that went through is that if you scanned a qr code from an app on the 4.5 version Mm 0.0 then uh, it would double read the address so it would say you know monero address and paste it twice and then of course it'd be like this isn't a valid monero address (laughs) so 4.5.1 4.5.1 fixes, fixes that, and yeah, that, that, that won't happen again, but it definitely was a bug that we had to fix
1: there. So you're saying it was an update needed on my end or on the guy I'm sending it to? The
11: person you're sending it to needs to use 4.5.1 or for is it's 1.2.1 1 for a period of about two days. Oh, my <laughs> so God. the exact window that you ran into this problem is when that was in the wild,
5: so... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, we we
1: are your your most, like... We got to be your top power users. <laughs> I, you must be, yeah. <laughs> we, we 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 use it so often. I mean, I will say it works. It works pretty well, but there are, there are there there's definitely some some improvements I think to make it more and more usable in the in the day to day. Like that that thing was small, but it's like we really we almost lost. Those people in that moment, you know, because it was like we just built them up to being open to accepting this thing, and then it was like, ah, oh, failed. You know, it was like not proper address. I mean, no, I'm totally like with you. I'm totally with you. Yeah, that bug, that
11: bug sucks. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, no, I know. Obviously, it wasn't intentional. So I'm, I'm glad you guys are aware of it and it's being fixed. That's awesome. Yeah, the
11: update went out on on Thursday or Friday to fix that. But um,
2: yeah,
11: yeah, it, it was
1: unfortunate that it was out
11: for well, I think for Android two days for iOS for ten percent of users it was out for one day.
1: <laughs> so you guys um, you guys saw some recent growth right with the FTX fiasco. Yeah, really it. every
11: time that there's a catastrophic event in the cryptocurrency space, people move their coins around. Either they go <laughs> to exchanges that they perceive as more trustworthy, they saw inflows, and um, people will start using non custodial wallets a bit more. So yeah, we definitely saw some. I think Vic said it was what 17% increase week over week. Um, that's
1: that's amazing.
11: Which normally it's about one percent growth per week, something like that. So it's still pretty good, but you know, 17% <laughs> in a week is is pretty strong. So we have to keep them.
2: Um, <laughs> Exciting, man. So I
11: wanted to get, be a little more specific with what we're going to be offering in Mexico because I know if you're having Monerotopia there. You were just visiting there. This is top of mind. There aren't many brands. Um, that we're gonna have in Mexico, but I just want to read off some of the, some of them. So, Uber Eats, Google Play, iTunes, Xbox, Amazon, and then uh, a Visa prepaid. But the Visa prepaid, so all of the other ones are MXN denominated, but the Visa prepaid is USD denominated. So that means your every time you spend it, there's gonna be a two percent fee to convert USD to MXN. So that's that's a little unfortunate, but
1: there won't be a, a fee to get the card. So that's cool. So you're saying, effectively, you'll be able to buy whatever you want with Monero in Mexico City, if you're willing to to buy one of these cards.
11: Yep, you can get up to you can get a card. It's, it's digital is free. If you want it shipped to you, it's I think three dollars for a physical card, and the value is up to a thousand dollars on a card. That's fucking awesome. Is is uh?
1: Cold. How about Airbnb?
11: Um, I mean, you can book. You can probably use Airbnb USA in order to book properties in other countries. So just get an Airbnb Mm. USA gift card.
1: Yeah. One of the things I was trying to do, too, I don't know if it's worth the effort, but I was trying to get basically direct access to people that run these Airbnbs. I was making some headway with it and get them to just offer a couple of Airbnbs off of Airbnb and accept Monero directly. I thought... I thought that would be cool. I don't know, you think, you think it's worth the effort? I don't know, a lot of people use it for the consumer protections, so you'd have to, you have to see what the appetite is there. Yeah, it'd have to be, I'd have to like earn their trust, you know, and like get them to do it, but it'd be cool, give people the ability to rent the Airbnb directly with Monero. Yeah,
11: so I'm looking at Airbnb, it looks like we do have those in the US, but the denomination is only up to $100 for that, which I think it's odd, so you have to use multiple cards if they let you. Awesome. The problem with the gift card stuff is it is kind of patchy. You know, you get a merchant here, you get a merchant there, you get a, you know, yeah. a weird denominated card here, you get different terms here where you still need a card added. You know, it, it's a little unusual because each merchant has their own terms for how their own credits can be redeemed.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: I just almost accidentally closed the spaces. Holy shit.
4: Stoic. What's going on, man? Hey guys, it's good to have a space. Um, it, it, feels weird to be in the crowd not talking, but it's good to have a space where I'm chilling back and it's also good to just have more spaces around in general.
1: Dude, we're, we're, we're real world friends now. How's it
4: going, man? We are, man. Yeah, I'm going good. <laughs> we're just packing up in the next half hour to do our weekly routine of moving hotels, but that's yeah, going good, man. I don't know what else to say. Who's to did you guys, where, where are you guys right now? We're still in Mexico City. We're like, as you know, San Rafael is kind of like just a bit north of Roma, but we're heading back to near Darrowville where we were because it's near the airport. We're leaving. We're going to El Salvador, we're going to Bitcoin City this, uh, this week.
1: Yeah, no, I know. That's, that's very exciting. One of the things you were telling me was that it's like, it's not that cheap to go, right?
4: Well, we were looking, um, for like, I mean, just everything, Airbnbs, hotels. I mean, Hotels were minimum in Australian dollars, uh, $300 a week. So it's probably like 200 US dollars a week, which kind of sounds cheap, but it's not that cheap. I, don't, I didn't feel anyway, because uh, it's like just a little dingy room and we ended up getting an Airbnb. Uh, it's a three bedroom, but that was about 1600 a month, which I feel is expensive considering it's El Salvador because the, Average El Salvadorians on 300 US dollars a month, right? We're paying basically a thousand dollars a month for accommodation. So I don't know. I don't know. There's a bit of a mismatch between purchasing power and what's available.
1: Yeah, um, but that, that definitely sounds like overpriced.
4: Yeah. But Bitcoin beach. So that was San Salvador, but Bitcoin beach itself, the minimum was $700 a week in Australian dollars for, for accommodation. So that was even more of a bigger mismatch. That's crazy. Outrageous, isn't it?
1: And can can you use like crypto down there to rent places? Is it is it set up like that?
4: I don't know, man. I'm about to find out. But like we've paid on Airbnb. But like when I'm down there, I'm going to try and just spend as much Bitcoin as possible. Basically, I'm going to try and live off Bitcoin. Just do a bit of an experiment. Just see what it's like. See what the people think in El Salvador. Just so I can better understand. You know the the positives, the negatives, and everything like that. So, but I, from my understanding, only you know ten to twenty percent max of people actually accept Bitcoin. So probably will be hard. Um, to get people to accept Bitcoin, I think it's all part of the fun. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah dude, you got to be onboarding them to Monero. You're gonna you gonna try to onboard the the locals to Monero.
4: Don't worry, I will be. Yeah. I'm gonna get a <laughs> like a Monero jumper or a Monero T-shirt printed up, so I'm gonna
1: walk around that
4: and try and onboard people
1: that way. Uh, I'm tempted to come down there and visit you when you're down there. <laughs> try to...
4: Bring Chinese with you.
1: I feel like they would they would kick me out. <laughs>
5: I think they'd be pretty
1: welcome.
5: Do you hear me, guys? Because I fell away, man. Matto. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Sorry. Yeah, we bro. lost I, you. I, you, were about, you were about you about to drop. I just want. You're about to, to drop direction. a bomb on her. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, guys. So sorry. It was my question, man. My question was again to Justin. It was about yeah. Uh, are you try? Are you also going to build something on 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 like Tails, something like that, or do you leave that to the community? You know, with, with, with the, uh, with the open source, uh, code. Or are you actively going to work against regulators if they start, uh, regulators?
9: Sorry nice for the... Nano. Hello? No,
2: you're
5: good. That's a, that's a different question. So yeah, uh,
11: with our upgrade, uh, that we recently underwent, it makes desktop support possible. So our next step on that end is adapting the UI. Um, and the build process to better work on computers, you know, Windows, Ubuntu, Linux, yes, tails, all sorts of others. So I, that's not going to be an immediate turnaround. It's not like we're going to do that in, in a month. <laughs>
2: yeah, and yeah.
11: Until then, you have great wallets like Feather Wallets, uh, the official GUI. But yeah, it is definitely something we are we are interested in making. Not, not, maybe not the most power user focused initially, um, wallet, but one that's just very easy to use for desktop. Um, that, that's our main initial goal. And then from there, of course, we'll keep adding
5: features. Yeah. Because, uh, I was, I didn't know if you heard me. I was, I was working with my, my subscribers, you know, and, uh, I tried to show them th- through a different wallet. I used Twitter, but, uh, they didn't understand it, you know. So, so I start, I told them, you know, you know what? Use cake wallet. And suddenly everybody, Everyone uh, understood it, understood. so I was thinking, you know, okay, maybe maybe it's not so bad as I think, you know, uh, maybe I have to say sorry to Justin because of our, uh, you know, a little bit uh, our, uh, how do you say it in English? I forget it, our differences. But uh, yeah, then uh, my respect uh, grows, and then, uh, uh, but I was a little bit worried about the, the next thing, you know, I, I think a li- always uh, a, a little bit uh, ahead. Uh, yeah, uh, with the regulations and stuff, you know. And uh, I was thinking, you know, maybe this guy is also going to build something on tails. You know, that would be really cool. Because yeah, we know. I understand we can take the code, but you, you guys built built the interface. You know, uh, nobody going to do it better than you guys. That's uh, you know. Sure.
11: On, on that end, one thing I can say that we've done as well. Um, we uh, also have our own onion node now, which is going to be shipping out as a uh, default node. Not, but like. Um, Sorry, the default preloaded node. So, you know, most people won't use an Onion address. But if you do use um, Orbot, then you can very easily switch to our Onion node or add your own Monero Onion node as well, of course. And um, we're also Good. adding an Onion, uh. Onion address for our uh, Fiat Price API. So if you want to still get Fiat oh. prices, which a lot of people do in practice, right? So, you know, you can still disable it completely so that you will never connect to the server. At all, or if you're using Tor, you can just connect over Tor, which I think is the best option for most people. I mean, that's what Feather does, for example, and they, they said a not yeah. model there.
5: Yeah, yeah, that's also why uh, why I'm using it. And I have another question. Uh, Fito Wallet has uh, policies. You know, it's it's very easy, so you you don't need to type your block height because most people they don't they don't they forget their block height when they have to import a wallet or something. Uh, is, is, is cake wallet also built to something like this? Absolutely. Or, um, um, good question. So, uh, uh, we will support Polyseeds
11: seeds, uh, the moment that they can be added to the GUI and CLI for restore. So, you know, we don't care what one is the default one in the, you know, in the GUI and CLI. If they want to keep using the same 25 word ones, that's fine. But if mm. you, as long as you can take a Polyseed seed and put it in the GUI for, um, because we want to get, make sure people aren't locked into cake because we have like, you know, weird seed format. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So if, uh, if, if restoring is supported in the GUI, then yes, we will switch the default seed generation to polyseed. And of course we would always support, you know, recovering wallets from
5: the, you know, the yeah. current seed format. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because that, that, that's the point. That's something I see a lot with people. They don't understand what's the block height. What is this, you know, and, the, and this polyseed is really, you know, uh, a small miracle for, for, for wallets. It's easy because it directly takes uh, the block height and everything in it. Yep, I agree. It makes it easier, and and we're fans of that. Yeah, yeah. so thank you. Thank you, Justin. This is one of my questions. Uh, Sorry for the internet. That was uh, my fault. (laughs) Guys, guys. did I I lose you guys? Because I I was just on another phone call that I had to take. (laughs) It's still going? (laughs) All
1: right, we're good. We're good.
5: You missed nothing, brother. <laughs> no, I heard, I heard some, I heard some,
1: I missed some good info there, I know. Madam! So, so what do you, oh, that, is that the what do you yes. use? What what wallet are you using on your daily? I, I
5: use, I use mostly, what I always do is, uh, for my, uh, for my wallet, my, my, my long-term wallets, I use actually, yeah, a feature, but it's, it's, uh, I, I put them away, I don't, I don't touch them, you know, and I use, <laughs> like, cake wallet, I use to, to receive and send it to, to my, to my, Actually, sort sort of cold wallet, you know, because I I never logged in. It is not uh, connected to the internet, but I have my address. I send it to there. You understand? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, I got gotcha. yeah Nice. So, are you using are you using Monero in your day to day? Do you have like people? Bro, I ha- I think I have the most. I receive daily, every day, Monero. I I receive it and I try to spend it but the spending is is diff- more difficult but i receive every day from my members and people i receive for my watches uh, sometimes for my argon oil uh, uh, there is not one day that i don't uh, receive monero so yeah it's very uh, very important uh, and and it works with me with me for me very well so uh, yeah, yeah i, I use
1: it daily yeah this is why we're monero brothers <laughs> Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I use it daily. I use it really because if you if you make an order on my web shop, uh, the the only thing you see is uh, send money to this uh, XMR address or contact support for normal payment. (laughs) Yeah, for for Monero Topia, it's Monero only. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: (laughs) <laughs> we may add a way to pay with other crypto and then we get, it comes to us in Monero, but I think I'm just going to leave Monero. We tried to set the price actually in Monero, but the gateway, Monero gateway wouldn't let us do it. It was, uh, working with WooCommerce. It's, you can't natively set the price in Monero. You have to set it in another currency. Yeah, Good because week. it's, it's flexible waiting against your dollar. Yeah. System, no? yeah, but, yeah. But we were going to try to do that. It would have been funny to like keep the price set
5: in, in Monero. Run, wow. run, 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 right! weren't able to do uh, cool. No, no, it's going. It's going very well. And in Holland, everybody knows if you come to corn you have to pay with with uh, Monero. No, it's it's now on this moment. It's uh, yeah, very famous. <laughs> so when when are we work. adding the Aragon
1: oil to gratuitous?
5: Yeah, bro. Yeah, I don't know. I I have to. You ask me to send it from here to America. That's very difficult. That's very difficult. Oh. You know that that's. Because uh, on on argan oils normally I send it with normal transport to Europe and from there I send it in small parts to the rest of the world. But I, I never did one big big sending directly to the U.S. You know because uh, Europe is here on the other side. It's just uh, 30 minutes with the boat. But if it, if it have to go to to the other side, it have to go with flight plane. I, I flight. I don't know how that works. <laughs> I don't really don't know how it works. So so we have to figure something. Yeah, out. we can figure I,
1: it out. Yeah, yeah. We're we're getting better at figuring this stuff out now because now we have stuff coming in from Guatemala. Now we're gonna have stuff. We have stuff coming in from Mexico, and we actually added a farm in Colombia too. We have a guy who. What do you import from Colombia,
5: bro? Eh? Eh? (laughs) Very, very (laughs) good coffee. Very (laughs) good. (laughs) Okay, okay. No, no. (laughs) If, if you, if you, if, 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 if I have an, I have an export company, an import-export company, but I really don't understand how you get a big load to the USA. I understand how it go here, you know, Europe is easy, but, uh. Yeah, the USA, no, I mean, no, the I way really we're, no the way we currently do it is, but we're
1: basically, we take a major hit on the shipping because we're just like trying to ship things up fresh. And yeah, we, ha- we haven't figured it, it, out a if, good, uh. You yeah, use, uh, the,
5: the, the sea fright or what?
1: No, we use okay. air. We use air. Uh,
5: yeah. well, it's, it's ex- but I expensive, mean,
1: yeah. yeah, no, it's expensive, man. Like our coffee, we basically break even on it, but we're oh, able to yeah. ship up like fresh beans. So whatever, it's worth it. Yeah, it's tough to get the shipping down, you know? You take yeah, it, yeah. It, it, th- yeah,
5: this is the problem. The problem is transport. The product I have, I have here everything under my own control, but. The problem is the, the, the transport. You know what I do? I have people from, uh, from USA that are ordering, but then it's, it's going from Belgium in small parts. You know, it's like a liter here, hundred milliliter there. Uh, okay. You know, that's easy, but with, 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 uh, DI, DHL and or something, but, uh, I don't know how to send 50 liters, you know, I really don't know. We need, we need a, a Monero smuggling service yeah. where, you know, like don't a local check.
1: Monero, like go, going from New York to Mexico City. <laughs> Anybody, I have extra 50 pounds in my
5: suitcase. Let me know. The Aragon Express, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you know, you know. I don't know. You know, we have to figure this out because I think it's really cool. You know, I I added a lot of other products, the olive oil, the the, the honey. Uh, I have also some other products that is very good for the skin, you know, the mask. It's a pure natural, the the rose water. You know what it is? The what? The rose water, the rose water. It's, it's oh, like rose the water. water, rose water. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I also now have it here and, uh, I think in January it will be on my web, my web shop. I'm, uh, I'm growing a lot now at the moment. So this is also something now, I deal with uh, these days. Yeah. Now cr- crypto is illegal in Morocco, right? Yeah. No, it, it's, it's, not, it's like a store, a store cannot, uh, you, you cannot handle, you cannot accept uh, crypto in Morocco, everybody use use uh, the, the the youth, you know, the younger guys. Everyone has Binance and uh, this stuff. It's it's not uh it's not not on this way illegal. It's illegal when you start as 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 a shop owner uh, accepting crypto. That this is illegal. You cannot you know, you cannot accept it. You can you can hold it. You can do whatever you want with it. But if you go if you have a store and you accept crypto, that that, that is forbidden. You cannot do that. That's crazy, man. And how about like something like a local Monero? <laughs> Yeah, everybody uses it, you know, local Bitcoin. People here in Morocco, if you look on, on, on local Bitcoin, for example, you, you, you say, uh, I want to buy something in Morocco. You know, I want to sell or buy in Morocco. You see a lot of people there, you know, it's, it's not, yeah. it's not, it's more like it's, it's, it's forbidden, but you know, don't, don't, don't take too much attention. You know, do, do what you want. Don't, don't, don't scream and yell because under, then you will undermine the, the dirham and then they come, come and get you, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have Gambat. Gambat has been trying to talk for a while here and then we'll go to Stoic again. Gambat, what's going on, man?
8: Hey, man. Hey. What the government doesn't like, uh, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it goes. Uh, I mean, really, I mean, regulators by Ma- banning Monero, trying to regulate it, all they're doing is, uh, pushing its decentralization. I mean, it's, it's already right here. And you know, and you know, it's, a true alternative to the financial system when they feel threatened by it. Uh, meanwhile, you have a Bitcoin conference sponsored by MasterCard, you know? God. How was the,
1: how was the conference you just went to?
8: Uh, yeah, so last weekend was the uh, Bitcoin, which is uh, the oldest uh, Bitcoin conference. Okay. I mean, it was good. but... Uh... Yeah, I mean uh, at moments it felt a little dystopic because, you know, at, at one point I remember one of the speakers on the main stage uh said uh, they don't like the word privacy. <laughs> and what? I was like, Okay.
5: <laughs> what was the point they were trying to make there?
8: <laughs> yeah, I mean it was um it was someone uh uh supposedly a whistleblower from Cambridge Analytics, so an ex-employee from there, uh, they were talking about uh, how valuable, uh, valuable is, de- is data. And, yeah, so I was thinking, uh, while I was listening to that, I was like, okay, yeah, that's true. I mean, they take all uh, their data de- their, the data from us and, uh, you know, make big money or whatever to be able to protect it. But she was actually trying to make the point that uh, we should earn a cut from you know, from the data we give to companies. But she doesn't like the idea of us not giving the data. Uh so she said I I don't really like the word privacy because uh to me it sounds like people don't want to share their data As you should. <laughs> oh
1: you should, should
8: so, just uh just earn a cut from it uh but yeah keep sh- keep sharing it. <laughs> and was uh, she,
1: she was a BTC or like uh Satoshi Vision? Was she like a BSV?
8: No, no, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, she was an employee for Cambridge Analytics and, you know, that really, like, resonated with me. Uh, you know, I was there with, uh, Andres from the Moneruja team. Yeah, we were both like, oh my God. <laughs> like, uh, I, at some points I almost felt like, I, I know I, I was so, so out of the loop because, um, well, I tweeted about this, but basically they had a closing party sponsored by MasterCard us by cipher trace and, oh, my you know, it was really this topic uh, at the point because it was like like the big screen with bitcoin LaBitConf, like um at the sites there were other big screens with cipher trace and people were way uh, there were people like cipher trace people were giving uh, picks, uh. <laughs> There were also people uh, waving the cipher trace uh, flag along with the Argentinian flag so, I mean, seeing that is why, like, holy shit. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, uh, I also upload, uh, I, I just put it in, in the, Twitter space trail, uh, a photo I, I took Andres. He's, he's, uh, right, uh, in front of the cypher dress stand, a Monero t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, when we, when we walked, uh, into that, uh, one of the guys in the stand actually looked, uh andres uh, t-shirt and quickly looked away (laughs) Uh, that's funny
1: shit man so we we missed out we should have went right it sounds like it was a good time just you know despite being dystopic it sounds uh yeah real scene
8: yeah uh it was it was interesting Uh, (laughs) You know, I, I did, mean. Did you
1: make any contacts there? Maybe we get some, some people for the show to interview.
8: Yeah. I mean, uh, there was one guy talking about the importance of, of privacy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I tried to talk to that one, but, uh, I, I, I talked to him if he knew Monero and, uh, yeah, he, he knew it, but, uh, do you, they,
1: do you think Cy- Cypher Trace would be a, would sponsor Monerotopia? I think they'd be willing to be a sponsor?
8: I hope not. I don't see <laughs> that again. We uh, should ask. Was, Why not? I mean, it, it. to me, it feels this topic because the uh, Bitcoin, you know, it, it started in 2012, uh, the first Bitcoin conference, and it was started by uh, the same guys that uh, founded the first Argentinian uh, Libertarian Party. Uh, and, you know, it was, oh, yeah, so this is Argentinian uh, conference. uh so it was found uh by libertarians in a country uh where uh when authoritarian means was you know on an all time high uh two thousand and twelve was the first year we were straight up uh prohibited from getting u s dollars so you know pretty this topic and in that moment these guys came out uh and just started a bitcoin meetup back back when you know it was really cipher- cypherpunk thing and uh, you know they I, I, I think they, uh, understood, um, better than, than anyone that, uh, you know, Bitcoin is supposed to be, uh, alternative to the financial system. But 10 years later, they are sponsored by <laughs> a Cypher race, you know, by MasterCard. So, I mean, uh, I, I think this, uh, like really shows, uh, so I think the EU, um, putting pressure in Monero and that stuff. I mean, it, I think it really shows. What's the true alternative? Because I think people want an alternative, you know, <laughs> maybe in developed countries, uh, uh that's a uh, more, more slow process, but I mean, you saw uh, in Mexico, people were willing, as uh, you know, to, to hear about alternative system because they know the problems, uh, they are seeing them. And uh, yeah, I mean, there is a really building in that aspect.
6: Process, but I mean- <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I really, this
8: topic some stuff. Uh I need to clean my eyes with Monero um, Topia conference. Yeah,
6: I don't know what's going on on Doug's end, but sorry, go ahead.
4: Yeah, I was just gonna say um, when we're talking about the shipping before with Mano, I'm finding like the same problem and with Doug too, obviously. Like, I reckon the shipping company's making more off the book than I am, if you know what I mean. I was just gonna ask if anybody knows like a good way to go about it in terms of like getting d- different distribution hubs if they know anyone within the community that's doing it. But I think I think it's like a good point that kind of was jokingly brought up before about having like a Monero smuggling network. We could almost create like a distribution center, if you know what I mean. So we could have like one in America and we have like all kinds of products which are just traded sort of around. So we have like the books, we have the coffee,
10: we have the oil, we have like all of it in one Thanks to you for, you know, everything. I have to move. And maybe see you on the next time. Cheers, the XMR community. Thank
1: you so much, X-Red, man. Thank you for doing this, jumping on.
6: Thank you, Red. Thank you. Bye, man. See you next time. Thank you. Anybody else? Remember the one time when we had, uh, the blind person hop on, hop on the show? That was, that was really awesome.
1: Oh my god, yeah. That was amazing, actually. <laughs> yeah. What was their, what was their account? That wasn't for
6: No, that was, uh, for uh, StreamYard. Yeah. That was crazy. Same, it was like Jimmy surfing, something like that. Yeah. Something surf. Yeah. yeah surf yeah, wave, yeah. whatever. Yeah, he's very cool. Yeah, a cool guy. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, out there,
1: man. Jump, jump on. David. All right, well, I
6: think, uh, we gotta we find can, a different.
5: We could, we could wrap about. this up
1: unless, uh, somebody wants to bring something else up. Any other topics, so yeah, I thought that was interesting, you know, just trying to figure out the direction of Monerotopia, how you know how open we make it, what projects we we include, so that guy's saying like we should be open to including the cardano project, and yeah i am serious, like why not invite that guy to come right well what well, what would yeah, be yeah.
2: <laughs>
6: we'll see <laughs> yeah, I don't know it'll be interesting for sure, uh, but what I did want to say is uh. Hope you guys like the new format, we think uh, it's something interesting, it gets more people to show up, especially in Twitter spaces, people that don't know about, about the show on YouTube. And um, if you ever have any news for us to cover or anything, uh, just ask me, because it's hard to keep up with everything. Uh, and we, do wanna, we do want to cover the best news of the week, so uh, let me know and then uh, we'll, we'll go from there.
1: Yeah, and uh, we want to try to get some some people with the big following, right, to be our special guests, and that we could pull in a big group into this room. Mm-hmm. So we gotta, we gotta see if we can pull that off. For
6: All sure. right. And, uh, see I was we just gonna say. Up. I was just gonna say one more thing. Um, if you guys want anybody to hop on the show as a guest or anything or any suggestion, let us know. Always. All right. That's it. I'm good. If anybody? Any last words? Anybody? Anybody? I feel like people
1: people want to keep going, but this was this was a marathon show. I think it worked out well. I like the the way we did it. Just give like a, no. a thumbs up or something if you guys thought it, it worked out well. Nothing. <laughs> all right, we got. All right, we had a, a lot. All right, that counts. All right, I think it worked out well. It was annoying last night, right? Tony tried to figure it out. Holy shit. <laughs>
10: It <laughs> so, like brought me back to yeah, my but...
1: physics days. My mind couldn't envision how, how it could, how we could be on here. Oh, we're getting a thumbs down by Nighthawk. Wow, that, dude, come on, jump up, man. Kick him out. Jump Kick up, out. Let's, let's hear some words. Nightmare. He's
6: actually gonna be in Miami. Invite right to uh, speak. Weekend. Hold on,
1: hold on, I'm bringing him on. Oh, this might turn into another, another hour here. I gotta I got to go back to my, my regular life. Invite right to speak. Sonita's <laughs> by the door of her belt. Danita left an hour ago because she had to go pick up, pick up my daughter. Like she's doing all, you guys have no idea what, what we balance as we do this.
7: Hold on a second. All right. All right. What's going on man? So
11: as far as freaking guests go or projects, man, you want privacy projects. Why don't you freaking get Pirate Chain? Why don't you get Dero to come on out? Why don't you get a couple other freaking projects? Maybe the Mimble Wimble? Team of Litecoin to come out
2: there? You know, let's have a discussion.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not opposed to that. That's what I'm saying. So I'm trying to do it in a way what the community wants overall. I'm, I'm open. I'm like Elon Musk, let, let the people, <laughs> let the people decide. We could, we could do a poll. I mean, that's how we ended up in Mexico, right? We did, we did a poll and we ended up in Mexico. I went with it. So I think it's the best method and, uh, so we, we keep, we, we get rid of any gatekeepers and try to make it as, uh, democratic as possible in terms of the direction of, of the conference. I'm, I'm certainly down to that. Uh, obviously, you know, unless, unless I think there's, there's something that's gonna, uh, take us in the wrong, like completely wrong direction, but I'm down. I don't know. Should we do poll? Uh, Should
11: those, thing th- that- those things can be rigged. So
6: you might want to, you might want to draw straws. I mean, I don't think we need a poll. I think, you know, it's a good idea and we should do it and they're not going to ruin the conference. And if anybody's trying to do anything, uh, bad, then we'll just kick them out. We have, uh, the bodyguard from last year, Arturo. <laughs> <laughs> <So, laughs> things go bad. We can always manage it, but it's a good idea. No, see, I, I like it. Are they going to come?
8: As long as they are willing to discuss with us, uh, I think it should be fine.
1: Nice, gone Gombat, you coming?
8: Uh, I, I'm looking at it. I'm looking at ticket prices. I need to process. I would love to.
1: T- tickets on us, man. You, you come for free if you want to come for sure.
11: Buy your tickets now because they'll be sold out later. So get your tickets ASAP. Don't freaking debate it. Don't discuss it with the wife. Just pack it, pick it, get your tickets, and come on down. Trust me, you don't want to miss this event.
1: Bring her yeah. it. no, it's, it it's Don't it's forget gonna... about the wife, Bring her. <laughs> yeah, the sooner you jump on it, the cheaper it's going to be for everybody, too. Um, I'm excited. Yeah, man. I'm excited. There are the, we get we got the market that we're integrating into it. I'm just – I just need to make sure I get them all on board with Monero. That's the, that's the only thing that's up in the air right now um, because – We're not communicating well with the with this group of people. So the idea was there was going to be a marketplace taking place there already at this venue. And then we were going to, uh, convince the, the entire marketplace to be willing to accept Monero. But, uh, we're, we're the, there's, there's not good communication with them. So I'm hoping we, uh, we figure that out. Um, but other than that, everything seems to be uh, lining up. So it should be good. And I think we can keep it pretty cheap. Yeah, Alright, well, yes. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap it up. I gotta get back to my non-crypto life.
3: Alright, man. <laughs> yeah, same.
2: <laughs> Alright, guys. We'll see you
1: we'll see you next week. Thanks for thanks for joining. Uh there'll be another Monero talk episode. Uh actually recording one with um McAfee. Jan, uh Janice. Is it Janice? Janice McAfee. Um Found that right?
8: Yeah, Danny's McAfee.
1: Yeah, yeah, she's, I've been watching some of her videos. She's, she's really cool. I mean, she's trying to carry on the torch of McAfee. So it should be interesting. And she's, she's very open to talking about uh, Monero and why it's important. So that should be, that should be really cool. I'm going to try to do that actually as a space as well. Uh, so I'm going to do the Monero talks as a space. So I'll, I'll, I'll record them, record it in video form, but do it here. So then if anybody wants to jump on and ask questions after the interview, uh, we could have, you know, people watch a few, ask a few questions live. We'll try to do that from now on <laughs> with, the Monero, with the Monero talks. All right, guys. That's next level. Well, we will, uh, we'll see you soon. Cheers. Bye guys.
6: Bye everybody. Bye. bye. Enjoy your weekend. Bye. Go, go Don't buy go so your tickets. All
1: right. Have a good weekend, guys.
6: Tickets, yeah. Okay. Bye.
0: <laughs> Thank you for joining us on this week's Monerotopia episode. We stream live shows every Saturday at 11 a.m. Eastern. You can find and subscribe to our show on YouTube and Odyssey, or listen to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or Stitcher. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter or join us in the Monerotopia Telegram group. See you all next week.